Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I am here with CB Gold. What's up, guys? He's back, as well as Joe the Kid Perez. How's it going? Uh, Greg Wilson's running 15 minutes late. Uh, I'm sure if he screams in his car, we can still hear him. <laughs> uh, but we have a good show. We have Gilbert Smith is here. Uh, is coming on. Uh, we're going to talk to him in a little bit. As well as Timothy Johnson. Tim Johnson, uh, the both Army guys who fight Gilbertson Bellator. Timothy Johnson's in the UFC, uh, both great fighters, underappreciated fighters, uh, and that's something we'll talk about. Um, I'm doing all right. I had, uh, had, fun, have, had fun shows. I had a fun show. Uh, where was I? I had a show on Tuesday at the Dime Bar. It's funny. Um, so there's this uh, Mexican busboy who comes every, every week. He's mm-hmm. always in the back. And he came up to me, and, he, and he's like, hey, man, you're really funny. You make me laugh every week. And he gave me $5. He's what? Like, yeah, he, he tipped me, right? And at first, I was like, wow, that's really nice. It's very sweet. You know, I was like, kind of touched. And then I'm like, how bad am I doing where the Mexican busboy is tipping me? Like, <laughs> how long did it take him to accumulate this $5? I, I don't know, but this guy works like eight, probably 80 hours a week, and he's telling me to keep the hope alive. You know, is it that's the guy a, from Canners? Uh, yeah, the guy from yeah, Canners. Yeah, every week. Super nice guy, but it, was, it kind of felt good to get tipped. But I was like, by the way, we are on Tip a Fighter. So if you like our show, you, you can tip us. Tell us how much you enjoy the show. We will take it, and it's gladly appreciated. Just go to Tip a Fighter, look up Adam Hunter. I'm there. Um, what else? Uh, it was, was pretty funny. So another uh, thing that's – well, I'll, I'll wait for Greg to get in because Greg knows the person I'm talking about. Uh, and uh, what else? Last night I did a show in Bakersfield. I uh, drove like – actually Taft, which uh, is a little town that's famous for the porn star jumping out of a, uh, a plane and having sex while in the air. And that's what, what they're the famous. Yes, there was a porn star who had sex in the air. She's from Taft. That's what the town is famous for. Yeah, she was supposed to be on the show, and then she canceled. Uh, but it was still a fun show. One of those shows where there was mirrors behind me or windows behind me, and there was a guy arguing with three girls, and then I was doing an impression of what they were saying. Uh, for and the, the crowd was dying laughing. I was <laughs> super happy about that. And uh, yeah, it was. A, I, I just been you know I got a show tonight. I'm going to San Miguel. I got a three hour drive to San Miguel tonight at uh, the ranch. And just working, man. Work, work, work. That's how I will plan on becoming the best comic that I could be, just by work. That's why people are always like, yo, man, think about doing comedy. And I'm like, oh, really? Have you gotten on stage yet? No, you know, I'm going to wait till no, – no, listen. <laughs> if you, you want to do comedy, it's like saying, I'm thinking about becoming a black belt. Have you rolled yet? No, I'm just waiting till. No, no, you have to get on the mat if you want to roll and become good at jiu-jitsu. Same thing goes for comedy. You got to get on stage. How do you feel about these shows that are local, but you still have to drive like three hours, five hours? Wouldn't you just rather go on the road and take a plane somewhere? Not really, just because in town is where like the auditions are, the action is, and like commercial auditions or TV shows. So I don't mind it. Plus, I like you know I got Howard Stern to listen to. I love Howard Stern. It keeps me mm-hmm. entertained like hell. I think it's the greatest show in entertainment history uh so that's good 
And uh, I don't. I'm actually the thing about Howard. I don't like. It's only three days a week, and he takes a lot of vacations. That's the one complaint I have. I wish it was five days a week, because someone like me, it's gotten me through so many road trips. Is uh, is Howard Stern so fucking funny? So uh, CB, how are you? I'm good. Uh, just spent some time in San Diego middle of last week. I was in Vegas over the weekend for the Mr. Olympia Expo. Just, just been busy, man. People ask, "Why aren't you on the podcast?" I'm like, "Cause I was just, I was traveling, and you know, if I'm not on here, I'm either busy or I'm out of town. So I don't, I don't want." Now, what is the to- Mr. Olympia Expo? Um, it's kind of like the Fit Expo. It's in terms of like, except for Mr. Olympia, they crown Mr. Olympia like the best bodybuilder in the country, world, whoever wants to travel. Um, I think the the female. I think there's a Miss Olympia as well. So they have that. They have a lot of the supplement and nutrition booths where they're handing out free samples and telling you why their supplements are the best or what they're making is the best. But they also feature a lot of fighters, some wrestlers. Uh, they had The Rock there on Saturday. He showed up to crown Mr. Olympia. So it's just like a nice expo. It's at the convention center in Vegas every year. I got it. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Now, um, now you, you got shit for <laughs> taking a photo with John Jones. So you took a photo with John Jones. You said he was a class act. And then people got mad at you, right? Yeah, people got mad at me at Twitter on Twitter saying he's not a class act or does a class act crash a Bentley, hit a pregnant woman. They have a point with that. They do. They do have a point. Look, I will admit this. I worded it wrong. I was only referring to that day with the fans um, because there have been paid signings where people are not friendly to their fans. But I did word it wrong. It yeah. should have been worded differently. Right. Um, and I just meant that he was very nice to his fans that day, and that was as far as it needed to go. Right. Gotcha. Uh, by the way, it's funny. so there's this comedian, Adam Richman, uh, who um, he's, very, very, he's a funny comic, but he, he might be the most annoying guy in the world. I, 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 like, I like him. He's a friend of mine, but he's just like one of those dudes that always blows the light. You know, you give him the light at like 10 minutes, he'll do 20. Uh, oh. Always like, when am I up? When am I up? When am I up? And then he, he got in some trouble where he was accused of something and uh, he, he, he got off. I won't even get into that. But it's one of those things where if you book him and you put him on a flyer, you're going to have people complain about he, him being on the show. And it's just it's a lot of drama, right? Is, so Is he the one with that... Uh it was like that controversy we discussed a while ago about something to do with women or... Just whatever. If you, if you want to know, yeah. you, you, you can Google it. He's the one who said he was in the 9-11 Towers. No, that was not him. <laughs> that, was, that was Steve Renazizi. So anyway, so Adam, so Adam comes down and, you know, he's one of those things. So Cedric uh, Bozeman came to the show. And if you know Cedric Bozeman, he's this, like, huge actor right now, this A-list actor. Uh, he played Jackie Robinson. He's the new... Um, He's the new Black Panther. Uh, he was also in uh, Jackie Robinson. He was also uh, uh, James Brown. So he's at the dime bar, and he, but he's like, he comes in late. He was just there to hang out. And Adam is like, hey, man, hey, go up to this guy, man. Get a picture with him. I didn't know who he was. I have not seen any of those movies. Uh, <laughs> but Adam's like, get a picture with him. Uh, it'll be really good for the show. Which I, I don't usually get pictures with like, celebrities unless like, I like, know them, kind of. You know? Usually fighters. But in actors, I don't really want to get pictures. But I'm like, you know what? i got to promote the show. I want people to come. By the way, we've had about 12 people from the podcast came to the show last week, which was really cool. That's awesome. So thank you. So I go up to Cedric Bozeman. He's at the bar, and he's kind of hovering. He's facing the bar. I've been watching the show. And I'm like, hey, thanks for coming to the show. And he's like, no, no problem. I'm like, can I get a picture? He's like, I'm eating right now. He goes, mm. but, but, he goes but I'll be around later. So then now I'm like, 
I have not. I like. I felt so rejected. Welcome I, to I, like, the graphic. I like life. slumped over, and then I'm like, "Fucking Adam Richmond. I didn't even want this guy's fucking picture. Like, uh, the, you know, like I, I, I. And now, now I become annoying through him. That's how annoying my friend Adam is. That he he made me annoying. Like, I. And if you know Adam, you actually you'll appreciate this. But man, I, like I, I, I definitely I like slumped over. Like you know, Screech used to do in Saved by the Bell. Like he just like it's before your time. But no, it was I, one I know of those things where about. I was like, damn. I got it was, I got rejected by a celebrity. It's kind of embarrassing. Kind too, of embarrassing, right? and I was only I was like, damn, yeah. So that's, that's hashtag graph life. Is that, is that, Welcome that, to that, it. That happens to you. It has happened before. Yes. Uh, yeah, I I, I I I can feel your pain. And uh, that's and that's why, like certain instances, I'm like, you know what, that guy's an asshole or whatever. I will say quick. This guy was an no, asshole. I mean, this guy. No, I mean, this guy was eating. But uh, I'm just saying from know, my personal yeah, pers- yeah. Uh, perspective. But Bisping and I cleared the air at the Mr. Olympia Expo. Oh, what happened? Um, I saw him. He was doing a signing at his booth. They did not really take care of him too well at his booth. What he didn't. Mean? He didn't have his belt. He didn't even have a table. He didn't have a chair to sit in. Nothing. So he's standing there, and I went up to him, and he goes, "I remember you." And I'm like, "Oh fuck! <laughs> like, this is not going to go well yeah. at all." And uh, he was actually really cool, and he's like, you know, during fight week, he gets a little crazy, and but uh, I'll I'll take care of whatever you need, and and so I was talking to him for a little while, and I wished him luck in Manchester, and nice. so we cleared the air, everything's good there, so I'm happy to be back uh, on the good side of Bisping because I like the guy, he's a great fighter. Oh, cool. I mean, look, the guy was eating to his credit, he was eating, and you know. It, it is what it is. I, I understand. I, I didn't see him eating because I couldn't see the food in front of him. I was behind him kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's black. Is that what you're no, saying? No, it has nothing to do with him being black. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I think the only time you can get away with getting a celebrity when they're eating is like if you're a little kid. Yeah, well, it was one of those things where I was like, damn. And it, it, but I didn't even, it was one of those things where I, I, I was talked into getting his autograph or picture with him. Not his autograph. I was getting a picture. And, 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 then, uh, and, and then I asked for a picture. And then he's like, no. I'm like, fuck, how did I even get in the situation listening to this fucking guy? Anyway, not him, uh, Adam. So let's talk about some, uh, some stuff that happened over the weekend or no, week, over the last couple of days. So Tyron Woodley was very upset about um, the UFC tweeted out. They were trying to promote the, the fight pass card uh, that's the, which this weekend, which is uh, Nate Marquardt is on it, and uh, Nate knocked out Tyron Woodley, so they showed that in their little gif, and um, Tyron got pissed. He felt he was disrespected. He's the champion, and I see both sides. I see the side of the UFC. Look, that's what happened. They, they didn't create the gif. They're trying to... Nate Marquardt did knock out Tyron Woodley. Granted, it was, it was five years five ago. Five years ago. Uh, and when they tyrants like when they're promoting my fights they don't show me knocking out jay haran knocking out this guy that guy so i see tyrants i see tyrants case against it at the same time they they always do that for like they do it for when anderson's uh, you know promoting this one and that one that's just the way it goes it's just um, something they have to do to promote it and unfortunately if you're part of that if you're on the other side of that highlight reel yeah it sucks but it's like you know that's still your career and you've got to own it Right, so then Tyron then got into a fight with the fans who were calling him a baby, and, <laughs> and it's not. And like, look, like I said, look, Tyron Woodley. I think I like Tyron Woodley, and I think he is he is someone the UFC should be behind. Mm-hmm. He's a nice guy. He's a, a role model. He's a uh, a great fighter. He's a good husband. He he's a great father. He's in movies. You know, he's in. Uh, he was in the the NWA movie. He's in this that guy works hard. He's in commercials. He's a role model. He's a guy that they should get behind. And I feel like they're not. 
really getting behind him as the champion. And that's a problem. That's a problem because, you know, there are enough guys out there who are making the UFC look bad. Uh, let's say John Jones, for example. John Jones is a guy, when he gets into, you know, the cocaine, the hit and run, the steroids or whatever he accidentally took or it was Viagra, whatever it was, he's a guy that, like, the UFC should be like, even though he's the best fighter in the world, you know, look what, look what he's, he, he's kind of, he's not helping the image of the UFC, whereas Tyron Woodley is. He's a guy that is helping the image of the UFC, mm-hmm. and there's a guy that they should get behind. So I could see why he got upset. At the same time, look, Nate Marquardt did knock him out. You can't deny that. They're trying to get people to watch the fight pass this week. This card is not a very a card that fans are really going to get excited about. I mean, you have Lena Landsberg. I, I defy uh, you to tell me that more than 1% of the MMA fan base knew who Lena Landsberg was before she signed the, the fight against, against uh, Cyborg. I mean, people, maybe hardcore fans, depending on who she was, hardcore European female MMA fans knew who she was, but come on. No one, she, she, this girl's a plus 1250, I think, uh, Cyborg is, uh, to, 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 or minus 1250 as a favorite. Come on. And then you have Roy Nelson, who's coming off a loss, who hasn't looked good in five or six fights against... Uh, Antonio Bigfoot Silva, who got knocked out by a Stefan Struve jab in his last fight. <laughs> so uh, they have to do something to get people to watch these fights this weekend. And They're banking it all on Cyborg. So They're banking the entire card. It's in Brazil, it. right? It's in Brazil. Yeah, and Henan Barral's on the card, but he's fighting a tough reject. And Barral hasn't looked good in, in a couple fights. Uh, he hasn't looked like himself. I think he barely won his last fight, right? He didn't. He, he lost to Jeremy Stevens. He lost to Jeremy, Jeremy Stevens his last fight. Fuck out yeah. Of him. So, I, you know, and he's fighting Philip Nover, who was cut, who then got brought back, I think, from a short notice fight. Uh, who Dana called the next Anderson Silva, who, who actually is kind of like, you know, in, in some ways, a lot of fans are like, oh, he's the next Anderson Silva. They they kind of roll their eyes on the Ultimate yeah. Fighter. So yeah, so they're trying to get people to watch this fight, which is why they're tweeting out Nate Marquardt. And Tyron has to understand that. At the same time. They can do that, but they really should be getting behind Tyron Woodley. He is the champ. He beat Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler was looking unbeatable, fucking people up. I mean, fucking up Jake Ellenberger, fucking up Roy McDonald. Uh, just, just, you know. Bobby Volker, Hendricks. Yeah. I, well, I didn't say he fucked up Hendricks. Those were very close fights. You could argue Hendricks won those fights. But, yes, I mean, he's looking like a fucking maniac, badass, and Tyron took him out in one round. So I understand Tyron's gripe at the same time. You kind of have to just roll your eyes. So then Tyron then, then now gets into a fight with Wonder Boy's father. It, it got to a point where Wonder Boy's father was tweeting him, and that was just like – and then I tweeted out Tyron's mom should fight Wonder Boy's father because Mama Woodley is you know, she, famous. Mama Woodley's crazy. <laughs> she would whoop his ass. Wonder Boy's father is a karate expert or something. Woodley's mom is awesome, but I think she's clinically insane. So I think she's just a, a very proud, she's, loud. Yeah, she's very passionate about her kid, and I've met her, and you know, she's an awesome woman. But, yeah, I mean, back your kid. That's the way it should be. So anyway, uh, that's what's going on uh, in there in that regards. Uh, as far as, you know... The UFC now is saying that first it was going to suppose it was supposed to be Conor McGregor might fight Eddie Alvarez, and now they're saying Dana tweeted out no, it's Khabib versus Eddie Alvarez. It's kind of a weird way to announce that fight, right? Very Dana, Dana on Twitter, no, it's Khabib. Yeah, very very strange. Uh, Khabib versus Eddie. Well, I will get excited for that fight because I like Khabib and I like Eddie. 
I don't know if that could be the main event for the Garden. I, it's, I, it's not going to be at the Garden. They've uh, the contracts. They took too long to negotiate about signing them, Khabib and uh, Eddie. So it's being targeted for two hundred six in Toronto. Oh wow! And the rest of the two hundred five card will be announced on Tuesday at a presser at Madison Square Garden by Dana himself. Well, I hope it's Conor McGregor digging up this time. Yeah, who are they going to? He's going to need to dig real deep. So not Conor. It's I. Da- they don't have anybody from the fight because people are saying you know Conor GSP, but GSP's targeted for two hundred six in Toronto because he wants to make his. What long about Conor Nate return. three? They, Dana Hell said no. Yeah. Too soon. Dana said no. Too soon. Mix by it the way, up. By the way, Greg Wilson just showed up. Finally. Uh, That's yeah. right. Yes. Latino, eh? How's it going, buddy? Good. How are you? I like your haircut. Oh, uh, thank you. Nice. Super, super cuts. $18. Yeah. It's, it's, it's walking <laughs> distance. So it's walking distance. That counts for something. Um, <laughs> now, Again, Yeah, it counts against you. <laughs> do you like, want to compare listen, haircuts? I'm really, I'm really willing to... I, do I want a haircut that makes you look good, or do I want to just walk there? Look, Bob, this makes you look good. You said nice haircut. That's what you you said yes, and then I told you super coach like oh, so make up your mind and let's if you want to be nice. Uh, let's go. Want to compare haircuts? Yes, let's compare haircuts. All right, turn around, take off your hat, and turn around. <laughs> oh, I, gotta, <laughs> I love that you have to have me turn around because I still have a hairline, but I have a bald spot. I'd rather have this than than the bald spot. And they're both bad. Okay, fine. <laughs> Neither one of us could be accused of having great hair anymore. Oh, <laughs> there was a time when we did. Yes, that's there was true. a time when we both had amazing hair. That's this true. guy had king fucking in sync boy band. And gorgeous hair, yes. and I had this beautiful Jon Snow curly mane, <laughs> right. and then the good Lord fucked us both. No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't mind this. I don't mind it because eventually I'm going to go bald, and I'll just shave my right. head. I mean, and you're getting, you're getting married right there, catching it at the tail end. I think as useless. long as you work out, if you're bald, it's okay. When you're fat and bald, that's rough. I know it's tough. <laughs> Being short, fat, and bald is the worst. I'm like the trifecta of not hot. Yeah, but I thought you were fatter. Everyone does. <laughs> Oh my god, I thought you'd be fatter because we make it sound like I'm obese on the fucking show. <laughs> and really, just chubby is really probably. But being, probably... but if I go, when I go bald, I will just make sure to go to the gym twice as yes, hard. Yes, exactly. Stay. And you know what? I say that. I used to say this on stage. <laughs> Ladies, if you want a guy who's going to. Don't be. Because girls never want. Oh, he's losing his hair. Listen, the guy losing his hair is going to stay fit. Yeah. Okay? He's going to keep. Because he doesn't want to be the fat, bald guy. Right. Okay? How many times have you seen a really fat, married guy with a perfect head of hair? Those lazy, hair-headed motherfuckers. Happens all the time. All the time. Yeah. So listen, ladies, don't be afraid of the guy losing his hair, because he's probably going to try a little harder in the gym, yeah. and you're going to be happier over the long haul. I think well, they I do think- the Bosley route. Or you can they do the Bosley, the Bosley thing. Well, well, I think they use it. They're like big mane of hair. It's, it's fucking Bosley. They're cheating. Well, certain ball guys look cool. I mean, you look uh, like GSP. We gotta have the right cool. head. GSP, GSP's a cool. Uh, who else? The Rock and The Rock has no hair. Uh, I'm not comparing myself to The Rock or GSP, but 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 Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Jason Statham. No, they've got the right Bruce Willis head. There are some guys that don't have the right. I don't have a good shaped head to go all the way bald. I can never shave my head because I have a round fucking head. I would end up looking like Stewie. From fucking from, from Family Guy, I I don't have a good. You have a good shaped head. You could actually probably go all the way shaved, and it would still look good. You have a Bruce Willis type head. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I do not have that head. I look like like uh, a bad guy from the early Batman series. You have a Bruce Valanche shaped head. Uh, I have a Bruce Willis. <laughs> I don't know who Bruce Valanche is. But is, that the, is that the curly headed blonde? Yeah, yeah, that, dude. That, that, that's kind of looks like uh, the writer. Sesame Street. Yeah, like, the writer. Remember the guy on the original Batman who would be like excellent. What the egg something? No. 
Oh well, that, there was a guy called Oh Egghead. Maybe he was called Egghead. Was the name of this fucking character? That's who the fuck. I, that's what I would look like if I, or Uncle Fester or some shit. That's what I would look like. Before you got here, I was talking about how at the dime bar, some uh, a Mexican busboy tipped me, gave me five bucks, that I'm his favorite comic. And at first, I was like, yes. And then I'm like, great. I'm not being tipped by busboy. Like, how bad am I doing? Where the busboy is tipping me? No shit. He's like, this poor guy's here every week. Orale, here's five dollars. You need him more than I do. Yeah. I, I asked him how long it took him to get the five dollars as a busboy. Yeah. yeah, he's probably he's like less than it takes him. Poor guy. And then we talked about Adam Richman uh, being the most annoying yeah. comic in the uh, world. Well, I, I like Adam. I, I like him, but you him, can but me too. But you can admit that he's, he's very aggressive. Very aggressive. Yeah. Uh, and then so he tells me to get this guy Cedric Bozeman. It's like very very famous. Actor who's playing, uh, yeah, he played like uh, um, Jim Brown, not Jim James Brown, Brown, James Brown, yeah. So, and- yeah, so this, so that guy walks in and Adam the dime, Adam's like, you gotta get his nut, yeah, blah, blah. So, I'm like, all right, he's like, get a picture of him, it'd be good for the dime. I'm like, sir, can I get a picture? He's like, I'm eating, uh, but you know, hang out for a little bit. I'll, I'll, and I'm like, all of a sudden, I became annoying through Adam, <laughs> right? Adam right. made, I didn't even want to get proxy, you yeah. were annoying, yeah. Now, and all of a sudden, I'm annoying, and it's funny how he's like, hang out for a minute, like you're fucking leaving, like that's I, not your show, I know. And you're like, running the shit. Yeah, like, I'm gonna go and fucking hang out in the front to wait for him to leave to get a picture. Like, <laughs> like, give me a break. I mean, the guy is a great actor, and he was eating, but I couldn't see because he was facing the, the bar. He was facing he the bar. Not because so, he's black, but uh, not because he's black. Wow. <laughs> and you said that twice now so far. So <laughs> you hashtag CB is racist. Uh, Listen, black people are impossible to see. That's a statement <laughs> of fact. Okay. Listen, there's four black people in this room right now. Does anyone see them? Exactly. My point's made. <laughs> Now, CB's dog, by the way, uh, was a big oh hit on the podcast. Big hit! Uh, and I will say, I will say, I, I listened to that podcast over last night. I tweeted you a few things. Yeah, yeah. I will say, I just stopped everything I was fucking doing for two parts. The hamburger, hamburger versus Mayor McCheese was the funniest thing I've heard until you're ta- we were talking about Black China and Rob, and you said Cocoa Puff, and you started yelling like Cocoa Puff's not real. I I literally had to stop everything. I felt bad for my neighbors because it was like two o'clock in the morning. By the way, uh, I, by the way, I watched the recent, and I'll give you guys the update on Black China and, and Rob. Um, <laughs> so let Why me give us the update on that show you're doing that you couldn't get me on. Which one? Your pilot. I hasn't. I couldn't get you on. We have. I, ha, I don't have an update. The, the contract. Oh, there's no update yet. I no. Figured, I figured you just had to move on. No, no, no. The contracts are not signed. Oh wow! Uh, so They're still we're, working on that. Still working on it. Boy, I tell you what. When it's your deal, it goes so slow. It's man. so frustrating. It's so frustrating for them. It's like, yeah, no, we'll see. We'll look at that next Thursday. Like, it's just another part of their circle. But for you on this side, you're like, come on, guys, what the fuck else am I doing here? I know. Let's move. I told my dad, yeah. my dad, you're, dad, you're seventy. Uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm thirty eight. We don't want to be forty five and seventy five by the time this fucking thing gets going. Right, exactly. That, was, that was really like, yeah. like but anyway. Right. Uh, so Black China goes no, to, goes no, to the. No, <laughs> so she goes can't. to the. I was trying to distract him. She goes you see, to, I tried to distract him with something else. She goes to the Cannes Film Festival. Or, uh, the of Con- course, she why? There. She's promoting She's something. A major actress, and she wanted to rob Her, the- Marianne Cotillard. All the big actresses <laughs> are there. So she wanted to rob to come. Meryl Streep, Black China, of course. <laughs> but, but 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 Rob Kardashian did not come uh, because he was too embarrassed about his weight. 
and, and didn't want to leave the house. You kind of feel bad for the kid. It's, in some way, like, you don't feel bad because there are people, like, people starving out there, people that are, you know, having to work, and this guy hasn't have to do anything. This has a house it's with no job. It's a lie. But you do feel bad for the fact that the he guy... He doesn't give a fuck. About his own The his producer weight. told him, like, listen, you don't want to go because you're embarrassed of your weight, and you don't feel comfortable <laughs> in those seats. It's a fucking lie. And, and with him. second, they were like, and cut. Great, will you get me business class so I can sleep the whole way? Let me make sure and, I got and with that, they can get double okay. footage. Yeah, they, they, and with that, they can get double footage to fill a show because one's at home, one's in fucking France, and they're like, "All right, if they're together, we have to work harder to get footage." Oh, CB, you're a TV producer now. No, but it just <laughs> it, that's, say, it makes uh, sense. I think, uh, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> you don't way, get double footage. It actually costs them money to send them over there, but they just got to create conflict. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I whatever just mean they, they have plan two to do, they just Yeah, but they have conflict. a baby coming. That's the thing. It's Which, like they do really whose do have a baby. baby. Is it? That's the. That's the. I think the grand finale. The that is the grand finale when it comes out. Baby's like gonna a, be all black. Totally, it's gonna be Shaq's baby. It's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> it's, gonna it's literally. Gonna, I'm not gonna say. It's that. gonna weigh 47 <laughs> pounds. Totally, it's gonna come out in one room and end in the other. Like it's gonna be like this baby. Still coming. It's Caitlyn Jenner's. It's gonna be a giant baby, <laughs> a giant black. Which listen, that baby's gonna be a star. He's gonna be some kind of star. Uh, also, uh, so uh, Joe brought up. So Sage Northcutt uh, actually talked crap. Uh, yeah, you can't say he talked shit, but he talked shit. some. He talked something. I don't know if he talked <laughs> shit to Mickey Gall. He said, uh, "I don't know why he's making fun of my hair. It looks like mine, but I have gel in it. That- Maybe you should get some gel." Yeah, that was his thing. <laughs> Maybe I should get some gel. You just reduced yourself, douche. Well, we actually have Sage calling in right now, as well as Conor McGregor, uh, and they are going to have a trash talk battle. Uh, this is roast battle between Sage That's right. and Conor McGregor. Um, so, Conor, uh, I hear that you don't... Stop like- talking! You're already wasting my time, you little talking pubic hair. That's all you are. The only pube on your body is your body. Uh, I have a couple pubes, thank you, and um, I hear that you don't like to tie your shoes. Of course I don't tie my shoes. I have 14 women waiting to tie them for me, okay? Now you listen to me, you little punk. Those spikes on your head are the biggest weapon you have against me, and that's only because I can't stand looking at you. Um, I use LA Looks. Uh, they're really good for the spikes in my hair. I didn't think you could get any douchier, but when you choose the douchiest of all gels, you manage to make yourself douche squared. Um, your mother, uh... Don't you be talking about my sweet (laughs) mother. She's a saint. She's in heaven. She's a saint to this day. She's the one that used to make me my breakfast potatoes. (laughs) Your mother doesn't look both ways before she crosses the street. Don't even... shit! <laughs> Let me tell you she, that she doesn't have to. She's carried by angels to the other side of the street. And your father doesn't pet the dog every night. You're a ridiculous waste of time, child. Let me tell you something. Someday you're going to realize that until you become comfortable with your own homosexuality, you're never going to stop doing crunches. Hmm. Uh, you only have a seven and a half pack and I have an eight pack. <laughs> Don't make me take my championship belt and beat you about the head and shoulders, because that's what's coming next. The only championship you're going to win is in the douchebag, hairstyling, shit-wearing, face-sucking, cock-sucking competition. I heard that you don't floss. Ooh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> 
I heard you do floss because you wear fucking panties at night. I heard that sometimes you use one ply. <laughs> one ply is all you need when it's championship toilet paper. Hmm. Okay, well, I have to Stop go. Stop talking, you child. I can't stand you. Go back to the fourth grade. Finish doing your geometry class. I heard once you had a A minus on a test. That A minus was an A minus. The minus for minus your mother's mouth around my cock. Um, so, uh, I heard your favorite color isn't purple. <laughs> what are you even talking about, child? Are you turning to Crayolas? Is that what you're turning to now? I can't argue with an idiot. This is a problem. You know what, child? I'm sending you home right now. I want you to go home, and I want you to blow your father. Okay? Because deep down inside, that's the only solution for the kind of inverted douchebag that you are. Um, my father has nice eyebrows. All right. Well, listen, that was our roast battle. Uh, thank you, Sage Northcutt. Uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Thank you, Conor woof, McGregor. Woof. That wasn't a very good roast battle. Woof, woof. Oh, C- CB's dog is chiming in. CB's oh, dog, how are you? I'm pretty good. Woof. I- <laughs> CB's dog, what's going on? I was just chewing on this giant bone. I think it's a human femur. Woof. Woof. Oh, oh well, thanks for coming out to the podcast, CB's dog. Um, woof. So, did you like the roast battle? I didn't like it at all. I could do better versus any number of the corpses that my master leaves for me to chew on at night. Wow. Woof, woof. How's your ma- I heard your master went to the Mr. Olympia Festival over the weekend. I don't know. He left me in my cage with a bowl of his own urine to drink. Woof, woof. <laughs> did you drink his urine? Of course I did. It's sterile. <laughs> woof. I mean, it isn't that sterile because it's mixed with the blood of a teenager. But other than that, it's fine. Woof. Wow. All right. Well, CB's dog, thanks for coming by. Now, do you like Lassie and the other, other dogs that hang out? I only like the children that he leaves from the cutout cartons of milk that he uses to decorate my cage. Woof. Wow. All right. Well, it seems like you have a tough life, CB's dog, but, you know, I'm happy that you like CB. That's all that matters. All I can say is I've got a gold chain, motherfucker. Woof. All right. Well, it's th- golden, gold, gold. <laughs> right. Oh, that's, that's great. CB's gold, 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 golden pawn shop. That's it's- right. Nice. Woof. Thank you. Uh, thank you. CB, uh, be happy your dog came, CB? <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Ecstatic. Thank you, guys. This uh, podcast is a I can actually just turn. stop now. I can go home. I'm done. All I needed to do. And I, and I really want to say uh, I love Fight Pass, but I love MMA Roasted more. Oh, thank you. Oh, Sage is back. Uh, how's it going? Thank it, you. It's good. I, I really like you guys. Um, I wish you would uh, tone down your language a little bit, though, because it hurts my ears. We will. Um, All right. Thank you. Uh, usually we should have that during the roast battle, but okay. Thank you for coming back <laughs> yeah. afterwards. You know what? Have. Go <laughs> ahead and take that tampon out of your pussy and put it in your ears. Let's call then c- you won't be able to hear us. But we'll the, ta- the tampon, um, the tampon, <laughs> CB timing always late, <laughs> but right on time. The, the tampon actually protects me from scraping my vagina. So, um, yeah, it works for me. I Thank can't you. wait for you to fight. I can't wait for you to fight Cyborg. <laughs> All right, let's talk. Finally, about... it'll be an even dick match. Thank you. Let's talk about the Invicta fights. She are... definitely has a bigger dick. Uh, for sure. uh, tomorrow night, let's talk about the Invicta fights. Uh, Roxanne Modafari is fighting for the title. Uh, go Roxanne! Love Roxanne! 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 I hope she gets it. What? I hope she gets it. Fighting Jennifer Maya. Uh, I don't know much about Jennifer Maya. CB, tell me about her. Tough chick. Uh, it's going to be a tough fight for Roxanne. 
But I think, you know, with her training and, and her focus, like, that's one thing that you do notice about Roxanne. She never gets, um, her, her focus never really gets, like, swerved. She's, she, she doesn't get crazy or get emotional in fights. She goes out there. She does what her game plan is to the best of her ability. Uh, but Maya's a tough chick. Good jiu-jitsu. Um, I don't know. I hope Roxanne wins. I if Roxanne too. wins this title, John Wood at the MMA Awards this year, which I, I'm, I'm writing again for it. I'm writing the MMA Awards, the sketches. Uh, should get Coach of the Year. I don't care. I think even if it's only with Roxanne, he took this girl that was on a five-fight losing streak, who's now won six out of seven or five out of six, is now fighting for the title at 125. I have never seen a bigger turnaround in sports, and that's including Robbie Lawler's turnaround. I mean, Robbie Lawler was losing, uh, losing to Nick Diaz. He was losing to Killers. Um, Whereas uh, Roxanne was losing to good fighters, but, you know, some guy, girls on the Ultimate Fighter, yada, yada, yada. So I'm giving uh, – but she was losing. She was losing to good fighters as well. But I, I'm just going to say that Roxanne Modifari has made the biggest turnaround in combat sports. And I hope she wins. Uh, she's very, very sweet, and she's a, she's a great chick. By the way, the Invicta thing, if you look at their, uh, their Twitter handle – the girls all took glamour shots, like those high school. Uh, uh, well, they do brutal. for every <laughs> event. They do like somewhat of a themed yeah. photo shoot, like the days leading up. They'll do I like one it. on Wednesday, I one think on it's Thursday. Cute. Yeah, and and I don't know if her. I think Roxanne's weigh-in outfit is uh, some one of the guys from the gym is dressed as He-Man, and she's I guess the other the Shira? girl. And, yeah, I guess I don't know. That'll I don't get people here, to tune in. <laughs> Well, she's done. These guys in Invicta really get it. <laughs> she's, she's done. Um, she's done Mortal Kombat what, what before. What would you do if you were in she's charge of Star Invicta, Wars, Greg. Mortal Kombat? What are you talking about? Sex tapes? Yeah. Yeah, really? Fuck yeah! Mid-fight finger bangs, a little tit slip here and there. But they're trying to be taken. I'd have them right. Serious fighting, but in a vat of lube. Come on! They're trying to get people to really watch their their fight. They want to get they taken seriously. You're right. Bikinis. Really? Bikinis? Yes. No. Well, let me ask you this. What are you more likely to watch? Them fighting or them fighting in bikinis? Mm. Well, they're wearing sports bras Joe, anyway. be real, be real. They're wearing sports Come bras on, anyway. Bikinis, I mean, bikinis right? Sports. Listen, I'm not trying to demean the sport. I want them to actually fight. Uh, as I just woman, want titties to fall As out. a guy who, who coaches women's and men's middle school wrestling, and I see these <laughs> girls, I see these girls come out for the team, I, 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 it would be heartbreaking to tell these girls, girl, hey, listen, you're, you're a good wrestler now, but if you want to be taken seriously later on in life, you need to fight in a bikini. That, that, that's, that's horrible. These girls, they work, they work hard just like the men. They, oh, they train hard. Oh, shut up. Your fucking vagina showing. No one's asking you to tell an eighth grader to put on a bikini, you fucking child I'm saying but later in life, okay? you want to be a pro fighter. Not later in life, she's lucky there's even somewhere to go later in life with this. It used to be there was no second act. And now, At least there is a second act, but if you want her to actually not have to work at 7-Eleven better during the day, it'll help if she fucking gets a wax, fucking bleaches that butthole and puts on a fucking bikini. I completely disagree. I, I disagree too. I'm I understand just what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. I'm just, I'm joking. Sex does I'm sell. I'm clearly joking. Sex sells. Okay, let's, that's sex And it sell. would be nice if a titty fell out and there was a mid-fight there finger bang, but nobody's actually out. expecting it. Well, I will say that it's probably a good thing you've never been in a Invicta weigh-in because like, oh, there's a, there's a lot of beef no, shots. No, but, 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 but I'm actually asking, I know that you're, you're feeling funny and I appreciate that, uh, but... That, that, I'm just a legitimate thing. Look, the, the bottom line is we're talking about this fight, okay? We're talking about it, and hardcore MMA, women's MMA fans are going to watch it, okay? They, 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 they actually tune in. But this is a very cool product, and, and I'm telling you, I, 
We've been to the fights before. No, I know. I'm we just, had a lot I, of fun. I actually really enjoyed the fights for the 38 seconds that we were there. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we were there the whole time. Invicta. Not Bellator. Invicta. Oh, you're right. It was Invicta. Yes, yeah. that's right. We did watch the whole. Y- yeah, you were screaming and yelling and that running around. That was a lot of fun, actually. That was a okay. great time. Now, but that was when everybody was watching the fucking screen when the fight was right in front of them. But how do we get people to watch this? I mean, it's a legitimate bikinis. Besides, how do we come back? To <laughs> besides for bikinis, without without exploiting the women in a sexual way, I, but. A little bit is okay. Well, I think it's just you have to, of course, grow the fighters. I mean, right now, because women's fighting is so new, I think they are a decade away from Invicta having the quality of fighters necessary for it to really be, a, you know, for people to be like, you got to see these fights. I mean, because they're just not, these are girls that have been fighting two, three years. Not, not necessarily, not always. Roxanne's been fighting for how long? Probably more than 10 years, I would say. But she, the majority I mean, of the girls. Some that's of why them. There's no depth in the league yet. Well, a lot of you times, know, a lot of times. girls going into UFC with four years of fight experience. A lot of times they get depth, and then the UFC picks, cherry picks them. But, all right, so then we got Jin Yoon Free uh, is fighting Ayaka Hamasaka. Can I talk about this for just one second? Can I just make one little point about sure. this? Sure. I think it's, I think it's pretty inappropriate considering the nuclear meltdown they've had in Japan <laughs> to call this the atom weight fight. <laughs> That's like, 105. These are our nuclear leftovers. <laughs> They've been emaciated by radiation fallout. And the girl's name is Hamasaka. And she's Hamasaka. The other girl's Jin Yu. Oh, no, Jin Yu lives in Texas. He's been now, on the, been on the show before. Because she, she married no, the man that went and purchased her in Korea. Or maybe New Mexico. <laughs> but I like her. She's actually like a, a super... No, she's probably actually great. She's, she's, she's great. So Again, she's these funny. are just jokes. So do you know anything about Ayaka Hamasaka? Uh, I don't. I think we have two new champs tomorrow night, though. You think Ayaka wins? <coughs> Jin Yu no. hits hard. New champs. Two new champs. Roxanne and Jin Yu Frey. I think they both win. I, I, Jin Yu hits hard. She's tough. Uh, other girls on this card that I know of is Tiffany Timebomb, who uh, is great. Uh, she's a great Muay Thai practitioner. And it's her Invicta debut. She's fighting Caitlin Schwartz. Or Caitlin Schwartz. You know anything about her? I don't. A lot of these girls, this is the only issue I have with this card is I feel like they kind of makeshifted it a little bit, like had to piece things together because a lot of these girls aren't names, whereas the ones that are in Costa Mesa or Vegas, they're like like a lot of names instead of just a few. You know, Most people, other than you know, Roxanne and Irene Aldana and Tiffany Timebomb, there's no, most people don't know who they are. Like Even the Aldana girls. Know. People know Aldana. Aldana and Grasso are like, people know them a lot. They're like almost like the Mexican sisters of... Yeah. Invicta, both very talented. Grosso made it to the UFC. Irene, I think, with a win here, could also get picked up. And then we got uh, the girl that beat uh, the girl that beat Marina Amber Laybrock. Is fighting Amy. Yeah. Is she still undefeated? Uh, no, she no, lost she her last fight. She got uh, destroyed she, she got by, destroyed Megan by Anderson. Megan Anderson. Oh, Megan Anderson's very good though. Yeah, and so then, it's not like she lost to because she was on a five fight, fight win streak. She, she going got mad at me, that girl Amber Laybrock, on Instagram saying that I. Talk shit about her, which I never did. I never said one bad thing about her. I said we were rooting for Marina, but she started calling me out on Instagram, and I'm like, "Yo, slow your roll." First I, of all, I, take that to Twitter. <laughs> number one, one, number two, I don't, I don't even know you. I, I'm not. What, what am I going to say about you? I, I, I don't know you, and I don't. I, don't, I have nothing to say other than you beat Marina. That's really all I said. Yeah, and that she looked good doing it. Uh, and then, um, also on the card, they got a girl Manjit Kolkar, eight zero versus Kaylin Medeiros. Kaylin Medeiros, you've seen her. She was the Brazilian chick at the last Invicta in Costa Mesa with the blue hair that was doing the crazy dance afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really talented girl. Uh, really good friends with Amanda Nunes, Nina Ansaroff, one of the oh, ATT yeah, yeah, girls. Yeah, this yeah. girl's tough. 
this girl's really tough. I think she's. A, I think a she's the one contender. that in the those those ridiculous photos they took for Invicta. <laughs> she's she's the one the that holds the balloon, umbrella. the umbrella. Yeah, like she clearly was not down with the concept. <laughs> well, no, that the rest she, of them did. They're like, well, will you at least hold this umbrella? She's like, I'll throw it in the air, and you. Well, can no, take no, a no, because they did a they did a shoot of, uh, about a week or two ago where she's like big into dancing and she's a really good dancer, and they were promoting the event by doing a video of her dancing at training. Except her, her coach ended up showing up at the end of it, but she had the umbrella with her, and she was like twirling around and passing it, and then putting like through her legs and stuff in this little routine. So she wanted. And, to and how do you to, know this? Because I, I follow her. <laughs> wait, how, wait, how do you know this again? Well, first of all, I was hiding out inside of her uh, inner butt cheek. <laughs> Damn. For a week, yeah, she has very strong butt cheeks. It's any, easy to hide in there. Any dingleberries? And it, well, uh, of course, but you know, I just use those as sustenance. Okay. Uh, that was what kept me alive for the week that I spent in there. You were eating. Yeah, I actually fell out when she started dancing, and that's what gave me a bird's eye view of the actual routine. And what did, you, did she see you fall out of her asshole? Of course not. She was too busy dancing. She really gets into her dance. Wow. All right. And then I immediately jumped up and said, hey, I'm your coach. Didn't you miss me? <laughs> that's great. CB, you, uh, you have some life, man. I'm telling you, you have some life. <laughs> you, 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 are, you are a man of uh, a very Yeah, the only man. thing is now I kind of smell like... I smell like her hair color. Uh, you smell like blue? Yes. That's very, very strange. Her hair's now yellow. Oh, okay. That's what I smell like now. Damn, she, seriously. You know all this shit. You should, you should work for Invicta. You should email Shannon and be like, uh, I You don't know. should email Shannon. She knows who you are. I know. She doesn't, she only, she doesn't really know me. Well, uh, she knows uh, me as the co-host. And what's your email, uh, CB? It's uh, draininchickenblood. <laughs> At... At excite.net. Oh, wow, I never. It's, it's even... actually Hotmail. Um. <laughs> That's great. Now listen, the, the UFC fight. We'll talk about that right now. Saturday from Brazil, Cyborg versus Lena Landsberg. Uh, I, I mean, look, Cyborg. There's word about her weight cut being awful. She's crying on video. She can't the make the weight. Crying video was from the last cut. Okay. Against Leslie. Um, but she is having issues, and the birth control situation is coming up. She's on well. birth control. I guess she was on it, or, or she was on it, and, it, and it's like not helping the weight cut completely. And it's, I know this because I was actually living inside of her birth control <laughs> pill pack. I was day twenty-seven, which of course you know is a placebo. So that's always my opportunity to get out alive. Does she have a boyfriend? I think she has a boyfriend. She has a boyfriend. She has a new boyfriend. Yeah, a new boyfriend. Yeah, like not. Cyborg. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But only for another week because I'm going <laughs> to blow up his car. <laughs> Why would you blow up her boyfriend's car? Because she's mine. Oh, all right. So now, now, CB, would you bang Cyborg? <laughs> mm. You would, right? I think it would be a better question would be would she bang Would me? you let her bang you? <laughs> no. Really? <laughs> I'm, it's a joke of like she tried to put it in my ass. No, oh, but I'm saying if she wanted to have sex with you, what would you say? Uh, no. Really? Really? I don't believe you. Not for, don't if, even fucking start with me, what if, Joe what Perez. If, what if don't she, even fucking start with me. What if she me. gave you an autograph? She's given me plenty of autographs. Mm. Yeah, mm. but this would be what... Okay, I'm not going <laughs> to say <laughs> Would you, Joe, bang Cyborg? <laughs> Fuck yeah, as long as we can videotape it. Why? Because she's so not like my own reality show. and he can make it legal. He, how, he needs a thousand new followers. So. Wait, you don't get a reality show by banging Cyborg? What do you Maybe. think, Greg? You <laughs> no. think so? I think uh, that's how you get reality shows. By banging Cyborg? <laughs> Black China got one for yeah, banging fucking Rob Kardashian. Kardashian yeah, no. got one for banging, you know, Ray J. I mean, that, that's how you get reality shows. That's how Paris Hilton got a reality show. 
You know, you want a reality show? That's the problem with your career. You're not fucking people on camera. Bro. What about you? Who are you fucking on camera? Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> <laughs> that's like I, that's like the Dustin Diamond sex tape. Like, don't fucking bother, bro. Yeah. Some people you want to see. Some people you don't give a so, fuck. So would you bang Cyborg? Of course. Really? Yeah. Huh. He's already said he'd bang Caitlyn Jenner. I don't think anything's going to be an off, like a, a far shot of what he wouldn't. Well, to be honest, though. I would rank Caitlyn above Cyborg. <laughs> You'd rather bang Caitlyn than Cyborg? Come on, Cyborg's a woman. Yeah, but Caitlyn's prettier. Would you have a threesome with them? That would be the best threesome ever. But please, by the way, Joe Jaggy. Right, please. it'd be the only one with three dudes in it. <laughs> Joe Jaggy, please Photoshop Greg Wilson, Caitlyn Jenner, and Cyborg. If having a threesome, do having it. Having a threesome. Now, uh, now, by the way, any, any new date on Joe's, uh, any new news on your sex life or love life? Uh, it's She's on hold right sleeping. now. It's on hold? Yeah, it's on hold. Are, are you still with that girl? Oh, uh, She hasn't texted me in a couple days. Why? She's missing. She, she sold her phone. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the funniest thing you ever said, CB. Uh, don't no, talk again. Dada, right. Dada punching bag was probably the best one I've no, ever said. I can't said. believe he remembers his own greatest thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's only two. Exactly. <laughs> no, back in uh, episode 42. <laughs> Minute, minute 38, second 49. I said a thing about that. You know the, what? Uh, I have one thing to say to the both of you about talking shit about my jokes. As stand-up comedians, you have to know that none of them, not all of them are going to be hits. Yeah, so you have to throw out a lot of shitty ones to get to be as w- where you guys are now. Yeah, I'm going to call so, you, you know, Nolan Ryan. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've thrown out a lot of pitches. <laughs> so I have to at least try, you know what? It's okay, the man. It's, no, it's, yeah, of course, dude, we're just busting you balls. Know, but I'm saying, you know. And by the way, we like, said that was a good one. That was a very, I know, very but I'm saying, you know. You when you tried to double smart. dip smart. on the good one, like, no, 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 oh, I got another good one. Yeah, right. No, I'm not trying, to, I'm not trying to say you guys are ripping on me. I'm saying, yeah, some of my jokes are really bad, but you got to throw, you got to fucking throw a lot of shitty ones Unintentionally, the funniest person I in the think, world. I, I think the, the more appropriate thing is even a blind pig finds an acorn. I think that's a more appropriate analogy. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean. Like you're you're just struggling in the dark, but every now and again, beep, yeah, you, you you found many acorns, Greg. Now, uh, yeah, this show. <laughs> now, 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 Joe. Uh, so, what's up with the girl? How come you haven't talked to her in a couple weeks? She just hasn't days. replied, man. She says she's trying to get sober. Which That's is, you good. Know, it's good. So it's maybe. somebody else at a pawn now, do you shop think that you were, Do you think you were rock bottom? No. Oh, no. Because I was like the happiest woman of my life. It was a six, man. No, I'm saying for her. <laughs> her rock bottom? <laughs> yeah. Like she, yeah, like she stayed with you and then decided to get sober. <laughs> yeah. She decided, you know what? Maybe I can beat heroin. <laughs> Perhaps, but you know what? She's it's no big deal. Clinic right now. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're moving on. You, well, that's okay. Listen, she seems like a, you, somebody who needs to work on herself. Oh, no, I'm going to not Scary Farm with her on the 30th. Really? Yeah. That's good. That's good. You got, well, at you, least you, she knows when she has to resurface. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere she's under a bridge right now going, I don't have to be anywhere to the 30th. Oh, well, listen, that's not nice. I hope, I hopefully she gets healthy. and She's really nice, but she's a vegan, so I'm probably going to not oh, see her no God. more. Oh, God. So the heroin. That's heroine. the reason. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Wait, so the heroin has changed. Uh, it's not a problem, but the vegan. Listen. You won't eat a cheeseburger. I can't fucking date you. Yeah, because, you know, wouldn't you agree if you're dating someone who's like a strict vegan, they're going to try to inflict their laws on you as a meat God. eater? I think that her fact that she's uh, taking heroin might be the first thing. Uh, the vegan will be somewhere down the line. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, I was considering her for my victim collection until I found out she was a vegan. 
Uh, there's just no blood in them. They're completely anemic. They literally have no use. And they for smell me. like cabbage. Yeah, I can. I'm yeah. sorry. So she, you're going to spare her life? She's off both of our lists. Wow. All right. Well, listen. I I think that uh, if she's a vegan, who cares? Uh, who cares if she's a vegan? The vegans, the deal. <laughs> That's the deal breaker. The deal breaker is that she's vegan. And the best part is, he's not worried about her trying to get him to try heroin. Yeah, he's worried about her all this shit. No, and I like how <laughs> she won't go to McDonald's. Right, but don't look down on me while I have this cheeseburger. And I like how bitch. I like how she hasn't texted him back in four days, but he assumes she's going to show up to the date on November thirtieth. <laughs> All of a sudden, she's, all of a sudden, she's going to meet you there. I, I mean, maybe it's time to move on and, and see, meet someone else. I have been moving on. I, uh, I was sexting with a, a very obese Asian woman last night. <laughs> Jesus. And I, it's like one of those things you wake up in the morning and you're like, what the hell was I doing last night? It's almost like you have nightmares and then try and make them your reality. Wait, what do you mean? Where did you like? Mean? Oh my God, what is that? I gotta try that. Wait, where, where can I find it? Where did you? Well, mean? I met her on Bumble, which is like it's like a new one where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. girl has to message <laughs> you, oh and yeah. she was the one that started it. I don't really want to do that, but she's like, "Hey, uh, my nipples are really hard right now." I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> so you know you were texting with the dude, right? <laughs> As long as you send me naked pictures of any girl, but did you dude. did you send pictures of your naked self? To well, I was wearing Be a shirt. honest. I was wearing a shirt, but <laughs> but, but your dick Just, was out. So yeah. you Winnie Pooh, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, Donald the Duck, or a Donald Duck? Yeah, Donald that, Duck. That's or, called Don, there's a yeah, name for this. Wearing a shirt least, with no bottom. At least we know Shalit meets. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. You're, you're fucking three for th- four thousand. Good work. He's in now. He's in me. What? He's on a roll. He's on a roll. Happy right now. This is the best segment of any podcast ever. So, so you 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 swiped right on this obese Asian girl. Yeah. Were you attracted to her at all? Dog, you know me. I don't even look at the girl's pictures. You just—it's just a straight just constant swiping. swipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so then you know, then, there's an app that does that for you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Called Auto Swipe or something. Did you meet the guy that the developed this? Barrel. Yeah, I met the guy who like who yeah, made, who yeah. made who invented this. Oh, yeah. God. Now, now, you got her number. No, I added her on Snapchat, but then after we did the little session thing, she took me off Snapchat. Right. What oh session thing? God. After the nudie, yeah, the mutual oh, yeah. jerk sesh. Yes. Oh, so she saw you naked and then and deleted you. <laughs> yeah. So the government now has a lovely. Wait, image did you of send the naked images off. on Snapchat? Yeah. And which T-shirt? Why do I know? Actually, gonna... Snapchat and Bumble, because in Bumble you can send pictures. Listen, in the Joe. Chat. This Listen, is going to end up being Joe, a now. Draymond Green so fucking Joe, situation. For now on, let's not send naked pictures of your dick. Okay, <laughs> you're, you're 20 years old. Do whatever you okay? want. Okay, you uh, don't listen to him. You have a whole future. Okay, you're going to be a, a big comic one day. Do Maybe a big you actor. You're very awkward. It's good for Hollywood. Get some ass. Oh, thanks. Okay, but let's just not send oh dick pics. Enjoy your youth. And you never even sent a dick pic, right? But your girlfriend wants you to. Wants to, but I'm like, I don't want to get hacked and have my dick everywhere and I know that's the like fucking like Draymond Green is that, from the Warriors yeah, yeah but he at least has a basketball skill I, I could fucking lose like my, <laughs> and a know, big dick and a big dick but so do I but listen so uh, the one time that uh, <laughs> I don't care what he says I'm just gonna leave it there I'll, so let, the, I'll just let the audience make their own decisions they can Joe Jaggy it, it felt very yeah Joe I want you to do a thing with what you think is an accurate uh, description I'm trying to help to get out penis. I'm trying to help to get out so it's perfectly good it's huge <laughs> i'm perfectly fine in that department i'm not gonna even <laughs> comment all right so uh so you sent her dick pics did, did she send pics back of her masturbating to you yo man she had um a very 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 hairy 
bush. And, you know, I don't mind it at all. I like a natural look, but it comes to a point. Like, I was seeing this Armenian girl this one time. Yeah. And, oh, boy. Yeah. Bring a fucking machete. The hair on her vagina was longer than the hair on my head. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was very weird. Right. But it's no big deal. I ain't complaining. Hey, guys, because... Hey, listen, when someone's talking, we have to... I know, we're, we're, we're contributing no, 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 you're some important stuff. You're having another conversation with him while he's talking. But it's about what he's saying. I know, but it's not good for people listening, okay? Oh they have to listen God. to one person talk. Sorry, go, Joe, sorry. Go. What T-shirt were you wearing? No, I was just saying, like, this girl had a very hairy bush, but... It's so hairy, you can't even see the vagina. It's just like a, a sarlacc pit of hair. Not good. Yeah. Sarlacc pit is not the description <laughs> you want to hear about someone's pussy. Well, you guys grew up in like the 70s and the No, we didn't. 30s. I was born in the 70s. I wasn't eating puss in the 70s. Yeah, what are you I wasn't the about? only first grader going around eating ladies out. I wish I had been, but I wasn't. But did you guys grow up seeing porn with women with hairy bushes? You, boy, wow. Not you really, really don't know what it was. Really? No, no, no. Oh I thought God. this was only something that happened like five Holy, years ago. Can I tell no. you something? During the 70s, they had to get a stag film, which was a movie on a reel. On an actual reel. Mm. And they had to set up a reel-to-reel projector in their garage to watch a fucking pornographic movie. With like five other guys. With like, yeah, you invite over a bunch <laughs> of dudes and you'd all watch these together. And that was be, be pre-VHS. That's what you had to you, do. But you did that last week. Well, <laughs> only for the pure nostalgic purposes. <laughs> you know, and I missed that video of your grandmother. Uh, so yeah, yeah, okay. uh, I, I reeled it up and... Uh, mm. You know, it was nice. Yeah, it might good. have been your mom. I don't know. It was hard to tell. That's cool. Good for you. <laughs> You're a coked up Furby. All right. Uh, now, well, listen, so what, what are we talking about? He took right. his time with that one, too. He loaded up, and that's what we got. That's got, yeah. Okay. I know. You're, you're loaded up every night. All right. So, all that's right. True. So, go, go on about um <laughs> about this. Fact. All right. So, listen. So, the fat Asian girl. So, are you guys going to see her? Are you going to meet her? Oh, definitely not. Because. Where does she live? I don't know. I don't. I and didn't when does she make her Invicta debut? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, her name is Rinna Kai. So, <coughs> no, she's not a character in the new. Isn't Rogue that one fat? Oh, that's a fighter. Rinna Kai's pretty cute. Yeah, she is. All right, so let's talk about the UFC. That fight was really speak. weird, by the way. Oh All right, so uh, I'm never gonna. Forget it was awesome. The, what are you that, talking about? Weird. That was. Great. I mean, it's weird because because uh, you're doing weird shit in your life. Just don't have her listen to the podcast because the last one you told to listen to podcast <laughs> and it almost ruined your relationship with a heroin addict. Yeah. So this, this one, let's not tell the fat Asian. Yeah, let's keep her on the line. Yeah, the okay. best line ever in any MMA roasted podcast is "vegan the deal breaker." Yeah, what the one that you made? <laughs> no, that, it's just what you he just said. made that line. No, what he said. <laughs> okay. he's, he's saying the best line was his line. Oh, he enjoyed right. it that much. Yeah, but yes, mm. he was trying to take a little. Of course. Yes. All right, so he's shining talk- today. So, do we ever come to terms with? Cyborg or Lena Landsberg winning this fight, or we kind of cyborg going to win the fight. This is not going to be close. Well, Cyborg's different course. level. I mean, although I know a guy who hit me up on Twitter who, for one dollar, bet on every underdog in this fight could win one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, according to him, on this like parlay. A dollar, according to him. I mean, that's free dollar for the casino. <laughs> Was his name uh, Craig Wilson? <laughs> yeah, no shit. That sounds like something I would do. Maybe it's fifteen. It sounds like fifteen. Oh, one hundred fifty thousand. Like one hundred fifty thousand. I'm not even kidding on this one. Let me. Which, by the way, did you guys see the tweet of the one guy that said I was right about Uriah Hall? Oh yeah. Do you guys see that? Guy. And the fact that only one person agreed with me, like to me, that yeah, that's like the whole world. Look, it's one hundred fifty thousand right here, right? About how Uriah Hall wasn't out and he wasn't being threatened and they shouldn't have stopped that fight. 
Are you going to bet on this card, Adam? Because it seems like some. But he pretty... bet a hundred and oh no, risking a dollar to win a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, which that makes no sense. But it's literally what is this, a sixteen fight parlay? Yeah, one. This two. is never. I mean, they just took a free dollar. That's all they did. They Start, traded a dollar for a piece. It'd be of a thirteen fight parlay. Yeah, there's uh, there's no chance in the world that comes. Yeah, through. That, that could come through. No, it can't. Yes, it can. I mean, yes, there is a universe where that It's going to happen. But that is not this universe. He's going to get every fight until fucking <laughs> Lena Landsberg, and she's going to get iced, and it's going to be over. I don't even know what website this is. It makes no sense. <laughs> he but made up the ticket on fucking Photoshop. He has, he has Gregor Gillespie. He has, I mean, this is over, over, uh, over Franca. He has Hector Urbina over Lick. Uh, that could happen. Uh, Lick? What's his name? Vicente Luque? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> uh, he has Patrick over a Stevie Ray. That's not going to happen, I don't think. Is this Stevie Ray Booker T's partner from the Harlem Heat? No. Oh, for one. Uh, he has... Uh, <laughs> no, it's actually he right. And he's back to being CB Gold. <laughs> did, he, did he pick Chagas over fucking Eric Silva? Uh, yep, yeah, uh, he did. Yeah, he has. Uh, if this guy cashes, it's not going to happen. But but he he has Landsberg over over uh, Cyborg. That's the one that. Uh, the plus. Well, of course, you know. You and then go, no, I I can see Nova being Barrow. He has anti, he has Bigfoot over over Roy Nelson. That's never going to happen. I can see that <laughs> happening in Britain, Brazil. Never I mean, I can see that one happening too. Paul Felder, you're just talking about it. Bigfoot got knocked out. Yeah, I I I, I, I can see Paul Felder over Trinaldo. Spicely over Santos. I mean, I don't know a lot of these guys. Oh, there's no way Spicely beats Thiago Santos. Really? There's no way. He's a plus 404. Spicely was the one that lost uh, to Andrew Sanchez in the semifinals of the previous season at Tough by knockout, and then Sam Alvey submitted him, which was the reverse of those two fights. What was supposed to happen. But they would have made the fight if it wasn't a chance of him winning. He already lost to Sam Alvey, and Thiago Santos is Sam Alvey, Sam fucking Alvey. hits hard. Sam Alvey submitted him, though. And Sanchez knocked him out, who's a jiu-jitsu specialist. Hey, Godofredo is yeah, fighting. And you're, and you're, I, I just love his name. I love yeah. this guy. I think he has the belly. Godofredo! And, Godofredo Pepe! And the nickname I said on the first podcast I was ever on that you thought was an Indiana Jones noise. I don't know. Francisco that... Trinaldo's Masaranduba. <laughs> mm. I don't That's know, right. man. If you give me the idol. I throw you the whip. I don't know, man. That that dollar to make $150,000 is looking pretty good right now. Wait, so he put a dollar on each fighter or a dollar total? Dollar, dollar total. total. I love it, boy. It, it's so funny when you become Jewish. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> that dollar for $150,000, that looks real good right now. <laughs> it really does. It of fucking... course, because it's fucking fantasy land. <laughs> Come on, dude. You're it... throwing away a dollar. That should offend you as a Jewish person. I could throw away a dollar and be okay with it to win $150,000. But you're not going to win $150,000. You don't know. these. There's a reason these fights are made. <laughs> yes. And Somebody has not, to approve these fights. Yes, it's not so all the undercard, all the under... Uh, all right, we're calling Timothy Johnson right okay. now. I don't know, man. I don't, I'm going to ask that guy what kind of... this weekend, too. What? Ryzen. Really? Who's fighting in it? Uh, Mirko Krokop, Fujita, Gabby Garcia, Darren Cruikshank. Oh, wow. Is that Gracie. this weekend? Yeah. Oh. Hey, is Tim Johnson there? Hey, yes, this is him. How's it going? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, the Greg Wilson, CB Gold, CB's dog, uh, as, as well as my man right here, Joe Perez. How's it going? 
Hey, not too bad. Just you know, just relaxing up here in the in the frozen tundra of uh, Fargo. Yeah, I was in Fargo a, a couple of months ago doing stand up comedy, and there were a couple of your gym guys. Were t- they were all talking about you. Yeah, yeah, no, they uh, they like to get out and about. <laughs> Nice man, you are you're you're. I don't know. I I watch your fights. I like your fights. Your 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 record is what twelve and two. Um, honestly, I don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know your somewhere record. around there. I got two losses. Uh, yep, um, ten and two, eleven and two, twelve and two, somewhere around there. You look like a combination of like if Tim Bosch and Don Fry had a baby. Uh, it would be you. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm good with that. I'll take that. See, those are compliments. <laughs> yeah, very big compliment. Uh, and you're a guy, man. You're, you're a guy. You were a two-time All-American wrestler in college, Minnesota State. You were in the Army, right? Yep, that I am. How long are you in the Army for? Uh, ten years. Ten years. What was your rank? Uh, E-5 sergeant. Nice. So and what, what made you join the Army? Um... Uh, boredom. <laughs> really? Uh, got done with school my first time go around, and I uh, was just kind of just doing a real construction job, and um, was just kind of bored, and like, oh, let's join the army, see where this goes. Nice. Did they send you overseas? Yeah, that they did. Where, where'd you go? Um, uh, Kuwait, uh, Kuwait, Iraq. Um, we were part of uh, Operation New Dawn, so we were like uh, responsible for doing uh, convoy uh, security and uh, convoy clearance. Um, rail clearance type stuff um, during the withdrawal uh, out of Iraq. Nice. Well, thank you for doing yeah, that. Thank you for your service. That that is that's pretty it, amazing. I, is. I I I, I uh, was in Kuwait doing comedy for the military, and that is not a fun place to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, if you're in Kuwait, it's all about the base you're at. We were at uh, um, uh, Camp Birin, and that wasn't that wasn't a very fun base to be at. That was pretty desolate and nothing. <laughs> Nice. That, that's 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 really special. I mean, you're a guy. I'm, I'm looking at the thing. I'm like, this guy's 260 pounds, a badass fighter. You're 12 and two. You're in the army. You're a guy that I really feel like the UFC should be promoting. Like like, I mean, aside from your dad bod, I, I mean, you are, you are a, a legit badass man. Legit badass. Yeah. No, but I'm just gonna comment on that. See, um, I, I, you gotta stick with it. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of fans. Uh, generally, they're like, "Oh man, he's super out of shape. Look at his belly." I'm like, "Hey, this is this is what non-PAD heavyweights look like, my man." <laughs> yeah, that's 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 very true. No one will ever accuse you of taking anything. And, uh, exactly, I that, yeah, from a bag of Wendy's. Yeah, I, I think that's awesome. And your fights are always yeah. like your fights are great too. I mean, the only fight that I think, even the fight that you lost against Jared Rochelle, you were coming back in the last minute. You almost had him out. Yep. <laughs> no, that fight. Uh, I wish I could have that fight back. Every day I wake up. <laughs> that was uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, dumb things I did on my part, for sure. Well, I mean, Rasho was, I think, a national champion, right? Or a uh, two-time yep. national champion. I mean, he, he's a tough guy to beat. And he's a tough guy to look good against. So, yeah, no, for sure. You know, he, there's no, I mean, I, I, in fact, he got cut after losing one thing. And I think, I think that was a mistake cutting him because I think he represents a big problem for a lot of heavyweights. And I know he's not that much fun for fans to watch, but you can't cut a guy after losing one fight. I, in, my, in my personal opinion, especially a guy who won yep. four fights in a row, like yeah, it was just uh, it was after that decision he had with Roy is when he got caught, if I remember right. Yeah, which I thought was bullshit. Honestly, I think it's bullshit. I mean, some guys win, but they don't win. The, the, you could win ugly and you still win, and I think that's a very important thing to do. And I don't, you can't just have fucking sluggers in there all the time because that's not <laughs> really proving that who's who's the best fighter. No, no, for sure, and I I get that too. I get the fans' perspective of it. You know, I was a fan before I even thought about ever even fighting, and like you like excited fights and all that. But 
you know, especially at heavyweights, man, you gotta, you gotta be cautious. Every, everybody in the heavyweight division is a one punch <laughs> and you yeah, gotta, gotta, yeah. you kind of gotta wear that down in my perspective a little bit. So you're a little safer to, to, you know, be standing in front of them. Right. Well, you look, you, 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 you uh, came back and you, uh, you won your last fight. Uh, you won your first fight. So you're two, two and one in the UFC. And I was reading about you last night and you were saying that you have a full-time job and the only time that you actually quit your job to focus on fighting full-time, you lost. And you think it's better yeah. for you personally to have a full-time job? Nope, I, uh, I enjoy it. You know, um, I, uh, it just makes me be more... <laughs> like when I, when, I, when I didn't have my job and I quit and I was just training full-time, I just felt like I had so much downtime. <laughs> and uh, it kind of ate away at me, you know, uh, with working and then training full-time too, you know, getting uh, three, three, four hours of working out a day and then you know, working uh, about four times a week, four or five times a week, somewhere in there. Um, it just, it kind of just works on my schedule. It keeps me freaking, uh, keeps me going and keeps me more, uh, more motivated, I guess, <laughs> would be the way to say it. Right, now, now, what do you, what, what do you, what do you do for a job? Um, right now, uh, previously, I, uh, I was a bouncer at a bar and, and drove truck, uh, drove semi down, uh, did some uh, regional trucking. And, um, now I still work at the bar, and uh, I get about 25 to 30 hours doing that. And then after bar close, um, I'll do I'll drive Uber for a couple hours every night. Wow, isn't that crazy? Whoa, UFC. Hey, head- you have a lot of energy, man. Fucking hey, UFC, he- <laughs> U- UFC heavyweight guy. I mean, you're a professional athlete at the highest level. He's driving Uber because he wants to. You're out of your fucking mind, dude. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, for driving those hours, well, nobody feels well, safe. You know, you only get paid for your fight, and I haven't fought in a little while, so you don't need some constant cash flow coming in. <laughs> nice. That's true. Now, who do you want to fight next? Um, well, there's, some, there's something in the works right now. I just can't announce it. Oh, come on. Tell us who. No, is it a bear? No, no. I was, I was told strictly not to keep my mouth shut about it. <laughs> CB, who's he fighting next? Uh, last time you, you you guessed right with Roddy Beck, so I'm sorry. I had hints. You had hints, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, now, uh, what else was I going to ask? I asked a couple things. Um, uh, when you were in Minnesota, did you train with Brock at all? Um, nope. I missed the uh, I missed the period of uh, training with Brock, and actually for his upcoming for his last fight, he had a 200. I was out. Uh, I was out in California for the whole month, uh, out in uh, Fort Irwin doing uh, doing uh, the army training out there for the whole month. So I wasn't able to train with them. Uh, I guess uh, you know uh, Marty Morgan uh, called the gym and stuff and was wondering if I was around. They're like, no, he's gone for a whole month of June. So oh, wow. I wasn't able to train with them there either. I, I talked to people that were at your gym when I was in, and I was like, who does this guy train with? Because I can't think of a person in Fargo, North Dakota, that is going to give you a tough time at the gym. Uh, Are you kidding? Everyone in Fargo, North North Dakota, they're all thick people up there. Yeah, but this dude is <laughs> already stopped. But this is a special guy. This is a two-time All-American in college wrestling. Right. He hits like a brick. I mean, is anybody? Do you have anybody to train with? Um. Yeah, I actually have a pretty good group of guys in here. Um. You know, they come go, but a lot of us they say, "I got my uh, main um, main training partner." I guess his name's uh, Zach Thumb, and he was a a cadet or a a junior uh, Greco national champ of, you know, a handful of years ago. Um, he's, you know, six foot, six foot one, you know, 290 pound guy. 
Um, he, so he's uh, the grappling sense right there. You get to push that big body around all the time. That gets the endurance up. Um, also got Brian Hadeen who comes over. Um, he's kind of made himself affiliate of the gym. I mean, he's got 40 fights in. He's like 28 and 12. He actually fights for a title fight against um, not the, it'd be Cody East's brother for Legacy that's uh, uh, in a couple weeks here. Now I'm sure those and, guys. I'm sure those guys are good. But have you ever thought about going to? You know, an AKA Jacksons, uh, a Black Zillions, you know, and jumping in there with like, you know, a Black Zillions, the guys like Mitrione or Anthony Johnson, or you know, you're at AKA with uh, with guys like Cormier or uh, some of those bigger guys. Uh, the dude that was on our podcast, uh, it was in Batman, Superman. What's uh, oh Todd Duffy? Yeah, Todd Duffy. Some of those guys. Have you thought about possibly? Because I'm sure they would love to have you. And I think maybe you would, you would get better training. Not that those guys are bad, like I said, but has it thought about going to one of the, the one of the bigger gyms? Um, actually, uh, I've uh, kind of made a, a little traveling gym home away from home. Um, out at uh, Extreme Couture there in Vegas. Uh, go out there and train with Roy um, about every chance I get. Oh, good. Um, and uh, you know, I uh, can't think of it. There's a they got a handful of group of guys in there that really, you know, push the envelope too. Really push me, and it's just kind of a different different look because you know you train with everybody for so long and you just kind of you figure each other out and yeah, <laughs> the yeah, training yeah. goes out the window with your same training partners over and over now is Roy going to kill Bigfoot this week I foresee it I saw I've, I haven't talked to him in a couple weeks but um, Nick uh, the gym manager there at Extreme posted a picture on Instagram and Roy looks like he's in excellent shape for this fight like I don't know if I've seen him in better shape so um, he only has three chins What's that? So he only has three chins for this fight? <laughs> no, I think he's down to one. <laughs> down to one. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. I would like to do that. <laughs> now, by the way, let's talk about some upcoming fights because uh, you obviously are a bright guy. Know, you know the fight game. Uh, Weidman, Yoel Romero, who wins this fight? Um, well, you know, this is, obviously I'm the wrestler, so got to go, go Weidman. Yeah, but Romero's a great wrestler. He beat Kale Sanderson twice. Well, that's details. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no, I, I just kind of, I'll just kind of just go with Weidman, I guess. Um, uh, Eddie Alvarez, Khabib. I, yeah, I don't. No, no particular reason. Just, just going with Weidman. <laughs> just going with who? Oh, Weidman. No, I'm saying Eddie Alvarez or uh, Khabib. Uh, Khabib. What's that? I want I want to see Khabib win. I guess would be the word to say. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. Khabib is. I mean, he's such an unheralded guy. I mean, pe- people know him, but they don't know how good this dude is. He's just a. And that's that's exactly it. You know how long you know his injuries. How how long has he been out of the ability for people to see him for injuries and stuff? And I just hope he comes like he's still going to be the same because he I don't he hasn't even come close to reaching his ceiling yet. Uh, Kelvin Gastelum, Cowboy Cerrone. Uh I'll probably go with Cowboy. <laughs> really? Over Kelvin? I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just because he's he's in the ring every other three weeks, so he's he's already he's just like a normal practice night for him. That's yeah, true. That's he's, this guy's making very good points. Yeah. This is, what uh, is his fourth <laughs> fight this year? For, uh, it's a ridiculous. Uh, and then uh, Bisbing or Dan Henderson. As much as I'd want to see Dan Henderson win here, it's got to be. I think it's going to be Bisbing. Um, Dan just you can just tell it's at the end. Um, yeah, oh yeah. Um, but you know he's always he's always got to fire. Dan's a hell of a warrior too. But I think Bisping right now has just kind of found a little bit of, um, you know, 
the, the fountain of youth there towards the end, and he's kind of he's fighting the best that he of his career right now. So nice. So how about now as far as your social life? Any any a lot of Fargo chicks or what? Um, no, uh, social life is kind of uh, <laughs> gets put on the back burner quite a bit. So work, work, train, sleep, repeat, <laughs> rinse, oh, wash, come repeat. Come on, you're telling me like you're an Uber driver and you got a, a couple hot drunk chicks in the back seat, and they're like, "Hey, what do you do?" And you're like, "Oh, I'm in the UFC." And then they <laughs> see your mustache. They're, they're not like, "Hey, want to come back?" And not that they're drunk and they're taking advantage of them, but they're just, just sober enough to where it's it's like legal. Um, so there's no um. <laughs> This is where our country's at. Yeah. Can't even make a joke without a fucking disclaimer, a legal disclaimer at the bottom. So I mean, that never happens. What about, 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 about being a bouncer? You must get chicks being a bouncer. Oh no, I don't. I see. I don't even let anyone. I don't even let anyone know who I like. When they ask, "What do you do?" I'm like, ah. Oh. I don't even let anyone know. Right, you're just um, like I'm, I'm, I'm in a village knowing. people tribute band. <laughs> yeah. uh, being a bouncer, I definitely don't want anyone to know because then all of a sudden, tough and drunk, tough guys become real yeah, drunk, tough guys, and it just title. turns into a freaking knock it off, guys. Let's just not do this tonight, please. I just don't feel like running you into the curb. Wow. Now, but when you, when you were in the army, did you get any hot army chicks or air force girls? <laughs> Those girls were always hot. Yeah, usually when you're walking around the base, you can kind of you can see over the. The you know the Jersey barriers to the Air Force side where you know the females are at. That's why I was close to let any Army guys get to it though. Yeah, oh, really? Oh man, I hooked up with a couple of Air Force girls when I was overseas. Those girls were wild, <laughs> dude. Oh, so much fun. Good times. Good times. I hooked up with a very tall black Navy chick during Fleet Week one time in New York. Really? Yeah, she was really tall too. Nice. She was like six foot something. Was it Fleet Week or Fleet Week? It was Fleet Week. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fleet Week. <laughs> You're on Fleek. You're on no, Fleek. Exactly. No, no, no. no our co-host uh, Joe uh, here. He last night had uh, cyber. He had sexting with a obese Asian woman. Do you have any uh, <laughs> tips for this guy? Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Tips I guess uh, bring chopsticks. <laughs> oh man! I mean, bring a lot of flour with you. I guess a lot of flour. If you actually yeah. meet up, if, if, if you end up meeting her, roll around in flour. Name for the wet spot. Uh, CB, do you have any? Uh, do you have any questions for Tim? Well, first of all, uh, I, I I admire you. I've been watching you outside your window for over a week now. Uh, you 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 exhaust me following you around all the time. So your work ethic cannot be doubted. That's for sure. Why does Joe sound, laugh? Sound I don't, like I don't know. You Jackson. have a, you, Tim. You have a very big admirer here. A very big admirer here. People here like you a lot. Uh, so come on, tell us who you're fighting. All right, let's uh, let's go through the heavyweight division, uh, and you and you tell me how you would beat them. Steve, give me the top ten heavyweights. I, I'm, I'm getting there. All right, so uh, Stepe Miocic. How would you beat Stepe? Let's not find out oh. who's fighting. <laughs> I don't know. Obviously, uh, he's a fighter, fighter. So. Um, well, I guess I'd probably have to throw on a police uniform and go into the ring because I just, you know, police and cops don't like, or, you know, firefighters and cops don't generally like each other. So right there, I'll have a, ment- I'll have a, a mental edge on him. Wait, um, are you a cop? I heard you were a cop. Uh, no, I actually uh, got uh, just a couple credits away from a criminal justice degree. Oh, so almost there. Nice. Are you going to become a cop? No, nah, no, nah, that's not, that would be something I'd be too interested in. I'd be more of a... Uh, I, pr- I probably gonna... one of the. You probably see me on TV uh-huh. if I was a cop. Are you going to become a male stripper that wears a cop outfit? <laughs> well, actually, you know, I work at I work at a strip club. So when we have male review yeah. night, that's where I make that's my money night. That's when I get to go on stage. Wait, you wait. You work at a strip club in Fargo? 
Yeah. Oh, come on. You're definitely hooking up with some of those Oh, fucking, my God, they, yes. Let's tell the truth. <laughs> Holy shit. There's right. no other girls to hook up with. Wait, you're hooking up Fargo. with Fargo strippers? Well, you know, they're, they're traveling girls. None of them are actually from Fargo. Okay, so... You, no wonder he drives an Uber. He drives them home <laughs> after their fucking <laughs> They're too drunk and high on meth to operate a vehicle. <laughs> so how many Fargo strippers have you been? Uh, I don't know. Lower double digits. All right. Yeah. Lower double digits. Tim Johnson, you're my new hero, by the way. That's anywhere uh, between 10 and 99. I was going to say, lower double digits, so 98. So, so you bang 99. All right, this will be the headline. Tim Johnson, I bang 99 Fargo strippers. Just so you know, this that's is the headline right. that's coming out for this podcast. <laughs> is you, is you, if you can give us a clue, is your next opponent in the top 15? Um, nope, I can't do it. Oh. <laughs> Man, that was the, the hint I needed. That was I, by the way, it wasn't I just, 99 I just, strippers. I just actually talked to Butler this morning. I'm like, hey, can I announce this yet? And he's like, no, not yet. I'm like, uh, okay. But no. I was going to say, it was, he actually only banged six strippers, 99 distinct personalities. Right, that's a good point. That's okay. 99 <laughs> that's distinct personalities. That ain't too far where, off right no, there. Can you tell us where the fight, you're gonna, your next fight is? Where is it going to be? Um, I can tell you it's going to be about... 10 to 11 weeks out. CB? It's going to be so right here like from like, months. you know, 9, 10, um, 11 weeks out. Thanks for doing the math. Wait a second. No, so <laughs> end of September. It's actually two and a half months. <laughs> Are you fighting in Vegas? No, no. No, but I'm not fighting in Vegas. I won't be, I won't be on a, a like a UFC 200, 200, whatever event. So I can tell you that. Do you want to fight in the in like Europe or do you want to fight in Brazil? Where do you prefer where do you prefer to fight? Um, well, I prefer to fight in the homeland here, but I guess uh um I fight anywhere. Um and apparently I have a big following in Europe. Um people like me in Europe more than they do here. So I mean I guess I I can I can um well, I grab a hold of that and this, run with it. I think after they hear this interview about you banging ninety nine strippers from Fargo, you're going to be a legend. <laughs> a legend. A legend, man, a legend. That's awesome. Ninety nine like, strippers and an Uber ain't one. Picture this: a two hundred fifty pound guy with a mustache just fucking plowing through Fargo chicks, dude. Good work, man. Good work. Shit, that's, that's a dime a dozen. We're walking around all over. Uh, that's a good point. Uh, <laughs> all right, so you're either fighting at, in not Vegas, you're either fighting in Sacramento, uh, Toronto, or New York, right? It's got a very Sacramento vibe. Sacramento. I mean, Sacramento. I mean, uh, no, yes. I mean, fighting Todd Duffy closer. in Sacramento. It Todd might, Duffy in Sacramento. Is it, is it Todd Duffy? No, no, it's not Todd Duffy. Uh, Frank Mir. Oh, he's he's suspended. <laughs> Would no. you admit it if we guessed it? Nah, this is, this is gonna be too. <laughs> of course not. Is it Lena Landsberg? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, listen, uh, Tim. Uh, I think you need more credit. You're a good guy, hardworking guy. You're an Uber driver. You're a bouncer. You got a mustache. You get chicks. You're an army veteran. You served in Iraq, served in Kuwait. People need to know who the fuck you are. There's no reason you should have less followers than CB Gold. Okay, so uh, we got to get your name. We got to get this up. So where can people follow you? Does he? Yes, he has. He has, right. he has 800 followers. Go on. <laughs> Oh, I mean, it's 901, but who's counting? 901, you know? okay. <laughs> um, I, it's at uh, T-Bear Tim. T-Bear you know, Tim. Uh, I'll be, everyone listen yep. to this podcast, okay? We get about 25,000 people a week listening to this. Follow T-Bear Tim. 
tell him thank you for serving the country. Thank you for going. Now, does Fargo chicks? Now, Joe thinks the same <laughs> things that chicks are not shaving anymore. Are Fargo chicks shaved? Oh yeah, they're, I mean from I mean hairless from the eyebrows down. Yes, hairless from yeah. the eyebrows down. There you go. Road trip, MMA roasted road no trip. No kidding, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. He's the door guy. Hey, the- can you set up a comedy show at your strip club? Um, I think I mean I could probably pull some string, strings. We can probably get it figured out. Yeah, let's do it. I say we do it. We're taking it to Fargo. I think we need to go to Fargo. I think so. Yes. How funny would that be? <laughs> that would be amazing. It's a long way to go to not be able to fuck chicks. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun. I like it. I like it. Well, listen, Tim, thanks engaged, a lot. engaged, guys. Take a trip to Fargo. Nope, thanks, guys. To get cock teased. You're the best, man. Take care, Tim. Hey, thanks for the interview. Yep, no, thanks. Thanks All for having me on, guys. All right. That was Tim Johnson. Nice guy, man. Yeah. That dude, like, just a fucking badass, right? Isn't that crazy? Like, you, like... It just blows my mind that he's he's probably what top twenty in the world. Yeah, so I was asking about top fifteen because I had a, an inkling of if it was top fifteen, there's a guy lower, who's that? number fourteen that he might. Who? Uh, Francis Ngannou. Ah, uh, hmm. wasn't well, it crazy? Top twenty guy in the world is driving an Uber. Like, Didn't he say he had like four jobs? It's remarkable that you still find this amazing. I don't know <laughs> because it's all because the thing about it is it isn't about the ranking; it's about whether or not they're getting fights. Yeah. Like you said, he hasn't had a fight in a long time. Yeah, they only get so much for the fights. That money goes fast. You got to know they're already in the hole by the time they get that check. Yeah. So most of it goes to just getting even. And at that point, now you got to make money till the next fucking fight. And for some, and we've seen it over and over again. Sometimes they just love certain guys, regardless of the record and give them fight after fight after fight and then other guys again regardless of the record they just don't fucking use them i know it's did, weird speaking of which did you hear what happened to ally akinta uh, with the bonus t- tell me exa- what exactly what happened so i guess number one he was supposed to fight tiago alves in new york that's not happening anymore um Iacinta's out but i guess at a recent fighter summit he was supposed to go to vegas because they do a few of them a year where they kind of coach and educate the fighters on how yeah, to react yeah. to fans, all that bullshit, whatever. Um, so Ayakinta called and said, I'm sick. I got a fight coming up in a, in a couple months. I'd like to stay home and just continue training. Is that okay? And I guess somebody at the UFC said, yeah, it's fine. Stay home. Don't worry about it. We have another one in a couple months. You can come out to that one. He said, okay, cool. So I guess on Instagram, a few days after that, he was posting himself at the beach in between training sessions. And somebody from the UFC called him and was like, what are you doing at the beach? You said you were sick. You couldn't come. He's like, it's in between training sessions. I live at the beach. And they said, well, we're suspending your bonus uh, achieving ability. Oh, God. So for three fights, no matter what he does, he cannot get fight of the night or performance of the night bonus for three fights. Whoa. And he's freaking out and he's having... Well, you know, three fights, you're talking about potentially a year and a half. For him, it's probably a year and a half, yeah. two years. So, I mean, that's a very long time. To, like, regardless of your performance, to not... And that's a big... It's it's he's, he's missing out on a, your money. He's missing if not out triples it on a hundred. Like who, who, who he's gotten fight. a lot of bonuses. You're missing out yeah. on at least like at least fifty grand up to one hundred fifty to two hundred thousand dollars extra when the guy's getting what he what he was already getting to fight. But the, also the thing is is now because of the contract disputes and how they're treating him, he's saying you know I I wouldn't be. Uh, I wouldn't be against not fighting anymore because of the way yeah, they're treating he's, he's, me. He got his like real estate license, working on that. Yeah, he's like, trying to do other things, and if he doesn't fight again, sounds then like he a doesn't fight for again. Bellator. Yeah, it, it, it does. sucks, it dude. Sounds it like sucks. He should go to Bellator. That's what it sounds I like. Mean, that that's shouldn't... why Bellator's there because UFC can't. 
you know, they can't they can't all be their favorites. That's not why it's there, but but that's not well, one of the reasons. Agree. I'm just saying it's one of the it's one of the values of having it there. Exactly. Is that great fighters get shit on UFC shouldn't be and the thing is that's why Bellator hopefully will sometime be, you know, right there like it used to be with WBC. Also, and it was WBA, also the whole it was also the where whole it was two different but very equal uh organizations. I think Bell this is the way that Bellator is going to build into not being less than but equal to it was also, the, I think, the, the booing thing when he said, boo me, fuck you. Well, boo yeah, you. they weren't happy with that so, at all. Either. But I think that you can't take away a guy's bonus ability. I think, first of all, you're only shortchanging the fans because fighters and then are going to not want to get a bonus or not be able to get a bonus. It's not going to put on exciting fights, which is what you get the bonus for. And also, and also $50,000 is a lot more than he's getting for the fights. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, that bonus could, could that just sound. And, and I know he wanted to fight at the Garden. Now he can't he fight at the spo- Garden. Yeah, he was supposed to. He's going to fight well, Charles and, and the other thing is, you know, what kind of organization is ma- doling out punishments based on shit they see on Twitter? Okay, yeah. we all know Twitter's fantasy land. That picture could have been from two weeks ago. That well, no, picture he could admitted have been, it. He admitted it, which he is lives fine. At the beach, right? He's but he lives. That's what I'm right saying. There. Like you're literally taking something out of context and going, "Oh, because I saw this, you must have lied to and me." And not to mention, like that is not, not a fair the, process. And the beach sometimes is a healthy way to get better. It is. There's good there air. Is, it's fresh in between air. sessions, and I do know that he lives at the beach. Weidman lives like a couple blocks. Yeah, I know from they the live beach. in Long Beach. I know exactly where they live, and they live on the beach. I used to live on. The beach and they too. Fr- freaked out at him. You think like, you know where he lives? CB. I mean, he has a small cubby hole dug out in the sand, I re- right I read, outside. I mean, the he house. was there I yesterday. Read the interview last night with Ayakinta. It was it was un- yeah, unreal that they could even do that. They no, you're it, suspended from getting a bone. What if they put on fight of the night and and what the other guys and they just get, the get to grand? That, that's the thing. And they what just about get his to opponent? Keep this money. No, no, no. Which what, to them is you know burn that on a fire. But what but about also, his opponent? It's six months of freedom. And fight of the night. It makes the fans happy. And, and you're, I mean, you want the fans to be happy. Yes. You want guys to put on fight of the nights. That's exactly or, or, why. You, I mean, the fans are the ones who get rewarded by seeing an amazing fight, and then the fighter gets rewarded. Everyone's happy, and then people are yeah. It's and what it's, happens it's all to his bad. opponent? Does it's all he, bad. Does he get fifty grand, and Iaquinta's just out in the cold? Yeah, it's all bad. It's all that's that's not the way. You don't punish people by. By taking away the bonus they get by putting on a good behavior, <laughs> that's ridiculous. And, the, and another downside is, you know, he's under UFC contract right now, so unless they release him, he can't go to Bellator. Well, so I'll tell you what. Well, you know what? He he kind of went on Ariel's show last week. There's a lot of articles written about this. They don't need this bad press. So if they were smart. They would just release them because either either they release them or, or lift the ban or lift the band say, and let them get the fight. Yes. It's a three fight. It's it's they're not going to lift it. Well, because yeah, they can't get a reputation for going back on their. So they should just get him, and they know him going. They should release him, but they know he's going to Bellator pick him up immediately. Yeah, it's but a he's great also but he's a good but he's a great fighter. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's not, an amazing. He's a great amazing fighter. He's not the best in the world right no, right now. But he'd so, be a great addition to Bellator. Great addition to Bellator. However. Uh, you know they're not losing Conor McGregor. You know they're not losing but we've seen uh, them, Demetrius Johnson, and we've seen them bend over for other fighters that, that make them. Oh yeah, John money. Jones. That they, they have how many chances have they given John Jones? I mean, yeah. if any, so, but and I'm not knocking Ally Quinta. No, he is an amazing all. fighter who may very well be the best in the world one day. He has yeah. that potential. Yeah. And CB, how big you know. is Al's penis? <laughs> Well, I mean, when I stood next to it and held it in my hand. <laughs> but, was, uh, but, uh, but as far as Al... Al, 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 Al hand and a half. 
As far as Al, I'll, I like like I tweeted out. I, I will one hundred percent watch Al fight any day of the week. No, yeah, um, I'm always really entertained. Like his the the only thing I was worried about with his fight with Tiago was can Tiago make one fifty five? Yeah, that's crazy because he could barely make one seventy, and that's another fifteen. Is he going to cut off a leg? I mean, I don't know. That's but a, he and Tiago has uh, I think he has a new opponent. He does. I forgot who the fuck it was. Though. So did I. All right, we're calling Gilbert Smith right now. Gilbert Smith, another Army veteran. Uh, he is Ultimate fighting fighter in veteran. Bellator. Uh, he, he lost his last fight, but he's got a fight coming up pretty soon uh, in Bellator. Uh, great fighter. Oh, Hello, is this Gilbert Smith? Yeah, this is Gilbert Smith. What's going on? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, CB Gold, uh, the Greg Wilson, Joe the Kid Perez, obviously me, Adam Hunter. How's it going, buddy? I'm doing good, brother. How are you doing? Good. Now, I was doing some research on you last night, and your nickname was Chalk the Thunder, but then it was Midnight Magic. Uh, <laughs> we have to get to the bottom of this. Is it Chalk the Thunder or Midnight Magic? Okay, so you got it backwards. It used to be Midnight Magic, now it's Chalk the Thunder. Oh, and why the change? Uh, you know, I like to stay fresh, you know, and... um. Uh, I get bored real easy. <laughs> I get that, man. And yeah. those are both two of my favorite flavors at Starbucks. Yeah. So I gotta, <laughs> they're also, they're also, yeah, they're very pornographic. Midnight Magic and Chocolate Thunder. I could see you laying some pipe. Uh, now, uh, <laughs> so anyway, now you were. Um, now, wait a minute. Tell us more about you visualizing him laying pipe. <laughs> I don't visualize laying pipe. It's like Chocolate Thunder sounds like just a badass dude that just, you know, on browsers. All right. So, so. <laughs> Now, uh, I became a fan of yours on The Ultimate Fighter. Uh, I remember watching you back then. Yeah, you got your fucking ripped dude. You're a very good fighter. Uh, you lost your last fight to Fernando Gonzalez, who's a very good fighter as well. Uh, I, I, I had heard about Gonzalez from guys that train with him. Said the guy hits like a fucking, like, like, a, like a tractor, a trailer. I mean, the guy hits hard, right? Or a tractor trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, not really. You know, honestly, I mean, uh, everybody that's seen that fight told me I won that fight, man. So, you know, I, I really think I got robbed in that fight. Um, Fernando Gonzalez, he got super lucky because he fought me at my worst. Yeah. I had so many personal, I had so many personal things that was going on. You know, I, I hate to make, I, I hate to make excuses, but make you know, it. but it's true. Well, um, I was at my worst in that fight, mentally and physically, and uh, and and really, and, and I still felt like I won. You know, uh, Scott Coker, Rich Chow, the the matchmaker and the, and the president of Bellator, came up to me and thought that the judges made the wrong decision. So, you know, I, I definitely made some errors in the fight that that actually made the fight way too close. That's one thing that I have to take responsibility for. But you know, and, and honestly, I feel like I beat myself. He didn't beat me. I thought you won that fight too. It's the same type that Bumbaba fought. Uh, uh, Bumbaba was on that card as well, so I, mean, I remember watching that fight. Uh, yeah. Now, now he he's fighting. That guy's fighting uh, MVP. Who do you think wins that fight? Um, I think that I. Th- I mean, on- honestly, I think that uh, uh, MVP is going to win that fight just just because I don't think. I mean, one. Fernando's arms are too short. Like, honestly, Fernando beat me on scrambling positions, positions that I never lose. But 
You know, for some reason, I just couldn't get my stuff together, so he beat me there. But he didn't beat me on a striking. So, so now if you add in somebody that's taller and longer and, and way more funkier, you know, Fernando's definitely going to have a hard time getting to uh, MVP. And I don't think Fernando have the wrestling to, you know, to take him down and grind him out. So I don't see how Fernando can win, really. Are you sold on MVP? I'm not sold on him. I, I think MVP has been given fights that uh, cater towards him. You know, uh, I actually thought that MVP should have fought uh, Chidi Kawanja. I think that would be an interesting fight. Both guys are tall and long and lanky strikers, fast, athletic guys. I, I think that would be a very interesting fight. But it seems like he's, he's given guys that's, you know, that's like that fits perfectly for his size uh, or, or, or his style. Now, do I think the MVP is talented? I do think he's talented. I, I, I think he's a tough fighter. But I, I don't think he, he hasn't fought anybody. You know, and, and, and no disrespect to Cyborg, because I think Cyborg is a legend, but Cyborg is way over the hill, and even Cyborg didn't really come at him the way, the way that he should have, especially, like, not the way I would have. So, am I sold on him? You know, it's a question mark there. Is he talented? For sure. Yeah, you know, I, I think you have to make a lot of good points. So how, how, now you think you beat MVP, and how? Well, I, I think, um, you know, me fighting MVP would definitely be a tough fight. I'm not going to say I'm going to go out there and smash him, but I think I'm going to go out there and make it ugly. He, he, he doesn't have the power to knock me out. That ain't going to happen. He's not going to out-wrestle me. He's going to try to blitz me. He's going to try to stand outside and try to blitz me. And we're going to be very well prepared for that. So I honestly believe I'm going to knock him out. I believe I'm going to touch him on his jaw. He hasn't been touched there. And, uh, and I'm going to put him down. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. You're fighting uh, Ricky Rainey. Um, in a couple yeah. of weeks, uh, wasn't he? In, I think he was a guy from Poison, right? Uh, now, what do you know about Ricky Rainey? That's Ricky Rocket. What do you know about Ricky Rainey? Uh, uh, honestly, I, I, I really don't know too much about him. I, I watched a couple fights. I watched when he fought MVP. I watched when he fought Chidi Kawanji. None of those fights really mean anything for me because those guys are way different than I am. I mean, you're talking about a, a, a tall, tall righty. I'm a short lefty. So the only thing we have in common is that we black. So, you know, I honestly feel like Rick Rainey is a he's an MMA fighter with no real skill set, meaning that he's not some collegiate wrestler, he's not some jujitsu uh phenom, he's not some kickboxing boxing prodigy, he's just an MMA guy and I think I'm gonna go out there and beat him in every facet of the sport. I can't wait. That fight's coming up in Bellator. What's the date on that fight? October 21st, so, um, so we about like four and a half weeks out. Four and a half weeks out, October 21st. Um, now, you grew up in New Jersey, correct? Hello? We lost him. I think it was because you mentioned New Jersey. Hello? <laughs> yes, okay. So when you were on The Ultimate Fighter with John Jones, did you foresee any of this, these shenanigans that John Jones been through happening? Yeah, man, you know, uh, hold on real quick. Uh, I mentioned a radio interview. I'm, I'm sorry, my mother's actually walking up to me. Give me, give me one. Sure. Okay. All right, so, listen, um, the, the thing about John Jones is this, you know, and I hate to kick up, you know, I, I, I can't say the brother is down, and I really don't give him no excuses here, you know, because he's a grown man, you know, he's hitting his 30s, he's a father, 
He's a huge icon in the sport. But um, this last incident, I, I'm, I, I give him the benefit of the doubt, and, and I would say, you know, it, it wasn't really his fault. You know, uh, I do believe that the supplement industry, it's, it's a hoax. You know, it sets people up for failure. A lot of the supplements you take, you don't know what you're taking. You don't even know if it actually has the supplement it's supposed to have. And, and you definitely don't know if it has other substances like banned substances inside that substance. And, and how can you go and find out? You know, uh, although it, it, it's kind of it's funny because I think his, um, his excuse is like is a, is a sexual supplement, like a yeah. Viagra pill. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, which is even more interesting. Like, what's going on over there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, hey, I can't judge. If you need a little extra help in the bedroom, you know, do you. But um, his shenanigans on the show, uh, you could tell in the show that he was he was young back then. It was four years ago. I mean, I mean, I guess he wasn't that young. But, but uh, I mean, he came on the show to, you know, have a good time. He was in Vegas partying, drinking, probably doing other stuff. You know, I, I never really felt like he took the show that serious. You know, so, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, the problem is that this may not, this situation may not be exactly his fault, but he already built himself a history, you know, of making bad decisions. So it is what it is. Yeah, it's kind of like the boy cry wolf. I mean, it's just one thing after another. People are just like, uh, you know, and I feel bad with the people that bought tickets that really wanted to see him fight. You know, that's the thing. It's like they wanted to see him versus DC again. Yeah. And, they had to see DC versus Anderson Silva. We saw that fight. It was like, come on, you know. Yeah. Um. But uh, so so did you? You you took, you took that fight against Fernando on short notice. Yeah, it was a little bit short notice for me. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was training, so so it, it wasn't like I was exactly coming off the couch. But um, but you know, you know, two three weeks of, of finding out who I was gonna fight. So. And so I, it wasn't like I had a lot of time to specifically prepare, but um, but uh, uh, you know, it was other stuff in my personal life that really hindered my performance. What was it? Was, was it women, chicks? I'm sorry, repeat that. Was it girls, women? <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> I, I'm not going to speak upon that, but um, but but I, I tell you, it was it was stuff that that um. I've never dealt with before, so, so you know, uh, me and my and my team and my camp, you know, we had to pull our stuff together and 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 and, and still make the best out of the situation. Um, but we still showed up to the fight and and we did our best. So uh, I can't blame nobody for my performance, but myself. But uh, I, I really think that at the end of the day, you know, Fernando. Me uh, and he beat me. He got the win in his in the col and he got the W in, in the win column. But uh, man, I smashed that dude. If we ever fight again, uh, there's no doubt about it. I'll smash him any day of the week. Now, so, one, one of your fights, which well, I love watching, was uh, your fight against Bristol Morande, who is a tough, tough guy. You broke his jaw in the fight. It was a back and forth battle, and then you hit him, cold clocked him, and then he looked at the ref and he was like, "I'm done." And Big John stopped the fight. I'd never seen a fight stop like that before in my life. Well, well, well the truth is, it was more to it. It wasn't that last punch that broke his jaw. It was the last punch that made him be like, you know what? Because, you know, Bristol, you know, to give him credit, he's a tough dude, you know. Because I really believe it was a couple punches before that. Because I, I hit him with an uppercut. 
if you watch the video, he was like leaning on me against the cane and spitting blood. And I think, and I, and I think he knew at that moment his, the jaw was broken, but he was like, you know, I'm going to try to continue. And then I came and touched him again, and then he was like, you know what, uh, this is crazy, I'm done. So, you know, so to give him credit, he was, he was, he was willing to try to continue to fight, although the damage was already done. I mean, and then if you look at it, bro, he put up a video explaining the jaw breakage and, and why he stopped. His jaw was broken in two separate places. He had to get his jaw wired for six weeks. You know, um, it, 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 I think I think he had to get his jaw wired throughout Thanksgiving, you know? So, uh, you know, I, I mean, like I said, you know, much credit for him for giving me a tough fight, going back and forth. He, he has experience. He comes from a great camp. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, I was just a better athlete. That was crazy. And even when you won, though, your ear was like out of the octagon. Uh, I, that, that your cauliflower ear was huge at that point. I, I mean, do well, black people have bigger ears, too? For me? Yeah. No, no. I've had this color here forever, bro. If you look at all my pictures, all my videos, it, it's something like it hasn't changed. Man, that your ear, it was like, I was like, damn, dude. You're, you're a tough, tough guy, man. I mean, that, that, in 2014, you fought four times in a, a year, four or five times. You're a grinder, man. Yeah. You're a grinder. I think it's only a matter of time before you get the respect that you deserve. Um, honestly, bro, I, I, I mean, honestly, man, I, I keep it simple, man. You know, this year has been the worst year for me when it comes to fighting. You know, honestly, I got, had one fight, and that was a split decision loss. Um, you know, I've been training my ass off. That's why I jumped into a lot of jiu-jitsu tournaments and matches to stay active. Um, you know, I, I've, been, I've been highly frustrated, you know, because uh, I haven't been fighting as often as I want to. Man, I'm 34 years old, going to be 35 real soon, man. I, I, I don't got time to be sitting on the couch. Um, but, but when it comes down to it, as far as respect, trying to get respect, I, man, I don't really care about that, man. I care about feeding my family, feeding my kids. I love this sport. Um, I've been doing it for a while. You know, I'm not saying I'm some crazy veteran legend or anything like that, but, you know, I've been training and competing for a while. I want to, you know, get some good fights and make some decent money and, uh, and, you know, and see where life takes me. I'm, I'm very secure with myself. I'm secure with my career. So I don't care what happens. I, I just want to go out there and do the best that I can do. How many kids do you have? <laughs> what? How many kids do you have? I... How many? Three. Oh, three kids. Are you single? Are you married? No, uh, I'm single. Um... <laughs> What was that? <laughs> Fuck, man. This, this, this. Gilbert. Hello? Damn. This connection is fucking awful. He's going to kill you. you. It's not my fault. But it's definitely your fault. You're a dick. This is not even close to my fault. It's Gilbert. It's somehow your fault. Gilbert, you're Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold, okay. hold on. Hold on, man. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see if I can walk to a different part. Sometimes on Monday... <laughs> The, com- uh, the the connection could be pretty crappy. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, I'm going to try to drive out to a, to, a, to a better location. 
Um, yeah, hell yeah. Is it sounding any better? Yeah, it sounds much better. So, uh, so you were saying okay. that you're on Tinder now? <laughs> I'm on Tinder. I kill Tinder, man. Tinder... Tinder is not a good place for me, man. It's not a good place for me at all. But you might look. You're in Colorado. You're black, good-looking guy. You're <laughs> fucking huge. You must be getting a lot of. You're you're in you know professional fighter. You, you might not. You must not have a tough time getting chicks. Uh, you know what, man? Listen, um, you know I'm 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 not gonna sit here and brag I'm bragging myself, but um, you know it, it's not about getting a lot of chicks. It's, it's about it's about um. Getting the right chick, you know what I'm mean? saying, or the right female, the, the, the right woman, you know what I'm saying, like, like, you, you know, that's where my head is at right now, you know, I, I'm not trying to see how many times I can score, how many girls I can sleep with, Yeah. you know, you know, it'd be nice to have that queen next to me, you know, I, I, I'm looking for that Michelle Obama type chick, you know what I'm saying? Now, I mean, do you, the, the, so do you go, you go for mostly black girls or white girls or Asians? <laughs> uh, honestly, um, I... I don't have a preference. I love all females. You know, uh, I think I think I think females come in all different flavors, and all of them is beautiful. Yeah, you're lying. Um, all right, go uh, on. They're not all beautiful, but okay. Well, I'm saying, you know, I'm saying all races are beautiful. Oh, yeah, all like, races, all yeah, races yeah. have beautiful. Yeah. All races have beautiful females. Yeah. You know, and they all come with their own pros and cons. Um, uh, you know, for me, you know, I, 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 I'm just looking for someone that's that's independent. That understanding, that 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 knows you know what I'm about. You know, I mean, I hate dating girls. I would be like, oh, what's MMA? Yeah, uh, yeah. Is that what it like? They fight in a cage. Like that's so brutal. Or <laughs> or a girl is like, I got nothing going for herself. Like you know, see what people don't understand about me is that I'm a very educated person. I believe in education. You're I a believe double major. in progression. Double major. Yeah, I got yeah, I got two masters. Two masters, yeah. You know, uh, I mean, how many how many MMA fighters? How, how many MMA fighters? You know, that got a bachelor's, that have a master's, that have two masters. You know, so I like I, I like that same female that can that can you know feed. Like, I mean, like, like you know, you know, what I'm saying like, that that that's that's sexual and beautiful and and education. You know, like everything. You know, what I'm saying so. Like I said, I'm looking for that Michelle Obama. Right. And I, and I don't say that in the sense that she has to be black. Right. <laughs> now, now, do all your kids have the same mother? Yes. Uh, now, was the ex black? <laughs> my, my ex was black, yes. <laughs> so now you want a white chick? Uh, no. Uh, listen, man. <laughs> listen, I, I keep it very simple for you. Um... <laughs> Man, you, I, I feel like you want me to say something that I'm going to regret saying it. <laughs> no, I just... Um, but you own a gym. You own a gym. You, look, you own a gym. Yeah. You're, you're telling me yeah. the girls that come to your gym that you own, Victory Fitness, they got to be hitting on you. You're the man at the gym. No. They see you. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm very professional at the gym. But no, no, we don't play those games. So you don't, um, have, you don't have them do squats on your face? <laughs> no, I mean it's like this. I, don't, I mean, I, I mean, too, I'm, I've had the gym for a very long time, and maybe I dated months. one or two. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I dated one or two girls from the gym, but usually I oh. meet them before they started the gym. Now the truth okay? comes out. Okay. All right, so you, so you, no, 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 
No, seriously, like seriously, like usually, usually they start before. I mean, I date them before they before they become a member. Then they became a member. But like, really, honestly, it never really works out. It always gets pretty ugly. Like I tell you something, don't ever date somebody you work with. Especially so, if you work at a family store. <laughs> exactly. I got but, uh, it. Cool. All right. So, <laughs> so all right. So, so you're looking for love. You're fighting in Bellator. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna beat this next guy up. We're gonna get on a winning streak. We're gonna get that championship, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, keep going, bro. All right, all right. You 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 got you got two masters degrees. Uh, you're you're part of Black Lives Matter, right? <laughs> I am. Are you really? I, I, I do. I yeah, really, bro. Oh. Listen, if, and listen, I, you don't want to get me on politics and. <laughs> And social issues is going on because we can go all day with that. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm very perverse in what's going on in this country, what's going on across the world. Yes. Uh, I stay educated on, uh, on the issue. I try to have a objective opinion. However, from my own life experiences, I cannot sit here and, 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 and be objective and say all lives matter. I think that's a stupid concept. Because at the end of the day, of course, all lives matter. That's, that's so stupid to even argue back when somebody say black lives matter. I think, I think not only, not only is stupid, it's very disrespectful. Because at the end of the day, okay, it, all lives matter. White, black, Hispanic, Asian, nobody should die, okay, by homicide or, or by the hands of somebody else. Okay, I understand natural death, it happens. That makes sense. Okay. However, throughout the history of this country, black men, black people in, 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 in general, have been the target of police brutality, and that is documented. Now, people have argued, well, uh, there's been more white deaths from police than black deaths. Okay, if you look at the actual number, yes, maybe because of the population number, but on the percentage, black men has been highly target, targeted from police. And then I'll get, get my statements correct, because I love cops. I got good, good cops that are friends. I've actually did a police ride-along, so I could document some of the things that, that, that police have went, uh, goes through. So I'm, I'm not just somebody here to speak and don't know shit, like most of the people on Facebook and social media. I'm the one that goes out to the community and actually and, and, and get a feel. I got a feel on both sides. I've been in black neighborhoods, raised and born and raised there. I went out with police uh, officers to understand what they go through. But yes, black men are targeted. And people have to understand that, yes, black people, we do matter, man. We do matter. So I am a huge advocate of Black Lives Matter. Point blank. You can hate it or love it. Don't really give a damn. Right. Now, look, I, I completely respect your opinion, uh, and, and something does need to change. And, 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 and you're a guy who served our country. Uh, you are an Army. You, you actually train, currently train people in our Army, right? Yeah. So if anybody you know, has a right to, uh, to voice their opinion, it's you. And you've actually fought for your right for you to voice your own opinion. <laughs> so that's, that's pretty damn awesome. Pretty, pretty amazing. So, uh, you know. Look. Yeah. Yeah, you know what, the, the, the funny thing is, like, I, I mean, uh, see, philosophy speaking, when people say, 
you know, you have a right to free, uh, freedom of speech and freedom of expression. That is, that is a constitutional right, okay? But, however, just because you have the right to do so doesn't mean you should do it, okay? Right. You understand that even though you have the right to do it, you still have consequences. The only thing that the Constitution grants you is that you cannot be prosecuted from the government, but you can be prosecuted uh, public opinion. Yeah. And so when people like when people go online and they say such racist things, and they're like, "Well, I can say it because I have the constitutional right to be freedom of speech." No, okay, maybe you do, but guess what? You're gonna face consequences. I remember, I, I remember one lady or one guy. He got fired from his job for me for making. I was over the lady and the guy. Uh, one one was a um, I forgot, I forgot her name. She got fired from my job from working with a bank saying just ugly, demeaning stuff about a black female. And people are like, well, don't she have the constitutional right for freedom of speech? Yes, that's why she's not locked up for saying it. However, her job can fire her. So people don't understand, when you say things, you do got consequences. You can hurt people, fellas. Even when you say something, you can inspire other people to do things. Okay? So, I mean, I'm, uh, you know, I guess I have fought for my right to speak. I have fought for other people's right to speak. Are you, are you, are you voting for Hillary or, or uh, Trump, by the way? What you say? Are you voting for Hillary or Trump? Oh, man. <laughs> bro, you, you, you hit those buttons, man. You hit those buttons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. Okay. I, um, listen. First and foremost, All right, Hillary Trump, Trump should not even be running. <laughs> Go on. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's a very complicated answer because I don't want to vote for neither one of them. Yeah, me neither. Okay, um, uh, I will say this. At the end of the day, if you had a gun to my head and you said, you got I'm going to pick Hillary. Okay. I don't, and the reason I so I don't even think she uh, you your, your nominee. And I'm not saying Hillary is... I think Hillary has done so many things wrong, so many things wrong, that this race should be a easy race for her. It should be like, this race should be a knockout win for her, like, like not even a competition, okay? However, I mean, this race should be the Mickey Gall versus CM Punk right. for her. Yeah. Okay? But she has made it so difficult because of some of the things she has done, okay, There's, that, that, that it's, 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 it's Making a post race, which I find, I find disgusting. <laughs> Donald Trump, I, I'm from New York, man. I know Donald Trump for years on end. He's a fake, phony, he does not care. Yeah. He's pandering to people hate. He's pandering to people fear. And fear of what? Like he said, oh my. The African American community is the worst as it has ever been. Bro, you've been African American. What does he have to say? What are you talking about? Yeah. Do we got some issues we need to address? For sure. But they don't talk to me as if, as if, as soon as I walk out the door, my life, my life is the worst. If I live in an African American community, and don't tell me like this is the worst, bro. You haven't been around in the '80s when we're doing the crack epidemic. Now that was the worst. Civil rights movement, uh, the Jim Crow era, civil, uh, slavery. Come on, man. What are you talking about? Donald Trump is horrible, man. He's disgusting. So I could never vote for him. 
Well, listen, Gilbert, I think uh, we've concluded on this podcast that you need your own podcast. Uh, <laughs> Uh, hey, hey, bro, you got me. I'm sorry, man. No. Like, like, Listen, no, no, don't be sorry for anything, man. It's an honor to have you on the show. You're, 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 you're a great fighter. You're a great person. You're a smart guy. You served our country. Thank you. And uh, keep slaying that, that fucking gym pussy, all right? Seriously, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro. I appreciate it. All right, take care, Gilbert. All right, bro. Bye-bye. All right, that was good. Oh. <laughs> MMA Roasted gets real. <laughs> Are we sure he's off? <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Listen, that was very real. The man Whoa. had a lot to say, yeah. and it seems like he's been waiting to say it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, like he makes, he's, he, makes he, of, he's, he makes a lot of good points. I, I, as far as Black Lives Matter, I, I do think that they, sh- that, you know, uh, from what I, hear, I don't think we should talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I really let's. I'm going to stop you right now before you get yourself into something. You know, because what he was saying came from a very real place. And he's right, right, and we, sh- and we should just right. let that be what it is. Yes, you know yes. what I mean. This isn't really something for you and I to jump in on. I, no. I don't think. No. I mean, me more than you. I'm at least a little black. <laughs> so I'm one eighth black. Everybody knows my grandmother's black. So it's a little different. Yeah, okay. but even I, I feel like what he would that. What he said said it all, and I think we just leave it. You're right. Ways. He makes he makes a lot of good points. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, the CV for him and his side and the way he feels. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. Yeah, not that it's a side. That's how he feels. It's very real. Right. You know, but we're MMA roasted. <laughs> Oh, all of a sudden you don't want to talk about something? Well, there ever I'm just been saying in the history is, of the world that you want to talk we, about? We make jokes, man. I know, this is a okay? comedy MMA podcast. And you, I'm saying what he was saying was very real, and we should let it be real, but let's not you and I try and to, to, to take this down now ourselves no, and put no. our, get ourselves in some real trouble. <laughs> Which is what you were about to do. You were about to I step right. You were about to step into a bear trap, my friend. I was not. Was he Joe or wasn't he? No, I was not. Uh, dodgeball. See? No, no, he I'm... doesn't even want to answer a question about your question. I'm saying there are a lot of issues with police uh, uh, targeting. He's right. There's a lot of points, but the, it's not. It's not. It's not completely one sided. There's a, the police. It's, it's not all police. It's 99.999 percent of the police Let me, are actually you know, doing a very good job. Okay? Here's the thing: when but it there comes is to a thing, percentage of, of police officers that shouldn't be there, but there are people that fuck up at every job. You're right about that. They're uh, bad. They're bad coaches. They're bad everything. They're bad priests. They're a bad, very bad priests. Bad. You have CM Punk was a bad UFC fighter. <laughs> No, he's a good wrestler. I, I thought he never made it to the big SummerSlam. <laughs> no, he just never made an event at WrestleMania. But he's the yeah, he he's never one made an event no, at but, WrestleMania. But he's that's their choice, not his. He's one of the most. But that's the problem with generalizing. I, and as far as Black time. Lives Matter, there's very there's, there's there's people that are protesting in the right way or, or in a peaceful way or in a way that makes sense. And there's people that are looting stores and, and setting fires to fucking Walmart. Well, I think what we and need, I think that's the thing a, that's not it good. Is like raising the issue isn't enough. The question is what is the answer and that is uh, the thing that i think that we're not focusing enough on no but okay yes there is this problem the systemic problem we need an answer and not just the, from like it, you or me yeah, or, of course where is the policy but it, answer but it, that addresses a, but this it also situation? there's a big problem with schools and you know and 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 now we're getting can, way out of the can, mma can, communities and, and all kinds of issues it's not it's not so you, you 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 can't paint with the broad stroke. That's that's the issue. You know that's that's I think that's a problem when you say all cops are bad. No no not all cops are bad. But you know, who's no, no, no. fighting Eddie Alvarez? 
Yes, Eddie. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I, I don't know that one, but um, Valentina Shevchenko tweeted something interesting. What? Uh, they Black sent Lives her, Matter? No. Oh. They sent her and uh, Juliana Pena a bout agreement Ooh. for the two of them to fight for the number one contendership. Fuck that. Juliana needs a title so, shot. Well, so hold on. So Shevchenko signed it. She's saying uh, Pena wants to escape and not sign it. But the other thing I'm hearing is Ronda will be back by the end of the year. Yeah, and I don't it looks like that. Ronda Nunez, so they might no, try to no, do this for that. number one contender. She should have a better title before Ronda decides whether or not she wants to come back or not. Mm. It's, uh, and, and, with December this close, it's not going to happen. Pena needs the fucking title. Show. Yeah, she does. But if Ronda says she's coming back for the December 30th, they're going to put everybody else on ice. By the way, the MMA Underground uh, wrote a really nice thing, uh, giving me love. Uh, and actually, they made this thing talking about how much they love the podcast, how much they love you, Greg, UCB. I don't believe Rico. any of it now. I, no. Yeah, that's bullshit. You just, you just, now I know you're lying to me. Don't no, even, I swear. Want me to did read you, it? Did you, you put this. You posted it. I did not. It. I swear on my life. On your fake, uh, you I, know. I, I don't have a fake anything. Did CB okay. Gold's Golden Golden Retriever Gold Gold? I swear on my life. I, have, I, I do not have a fake account. Uh, an active one, at least. Uh, and um, so... I that's the thing. So they they actually wrote like a nice one, nice something, something, and then and Joe Rogan chimed in and said that I'm, I'm that said that I'm a funny motherfucker and a great guy. So thank you, Joe Rogan. Thank you, uh, all you guys, uh, Garoti and uh, Shansky and all the fucking nice people. And they and they said nice things about you, Greg, and nice things about you, CB, and nice things about you, Joe. Cool. And also, there's a cool website. See, now I know you're lying. Nobody knows who Joe is. You want me to read what, it? What the Somebody hell? tweeted me last night going, "What's Joe's uh, hat?" Uh, uh, Twitter tag and I sent it to him and then he sent this picture of like this bloody dude and he's like should this be my profile pic and- yeah yeah no they did that I, here uh, let me see let me try, I'll try to find it, it oh I saw the bloody picture that was funny yeah they did. I wasn't oh. sure. I wasn't sure if he was trying to say it, says, it was me. Okay, I thought that's what he was saying. Oh, and speaking of which, who is this? The Quinones dude that fought last weekend that everybody's saying I look like or looks. Yeah, exactly you do. Like, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I even thought that I watched up, the fight because I was like, man, that guy looks like CB. I looked gold, up Google gold, Images gold, gold, gold. and I couldn't find anything like that remotely looked like me, but I didn't see the fight, so I guess yeah, I'm going back to fight. That's, that's well, yeah. you know, we're gonna start selling your mask at uh, CB Gold's <laughs> Golden Pond. <laughs> By the way, Comes also, the there's free a cool website tooth. called the MMA Community as well. Uh, they're doing really good things, and, and they've been very supportive of us. So. All right, Adam Hunter hosts MMA Rose Podcast. <laughs> He's been at it for several years and works very hard in the process. That's and true. And he does. That's very Thank true. Thank you, DJ you Spazzy You do work Dad. incredibly hard. He never discriminates from talking to a champion or a guy that's one-on-one. That's true. Not only that's indeed. primarily because we can't get any champions on the show. Well, we've had uh, the name. Uh, I'm kidding. We've Frankie had Rashad Edgar, Evans, Chris Weidman, Weidman yes. Daniel Cormier, yes. Tyron, Tyron Woodley, Daniel yeah. Strauss, Daniel Strauss, Deep Amiocha, Angela Hill, Angela Hill. It goes on. Uh, everyone except for Ronda Rousey. We've had Conor uh, McGregor on the podcast. Yeah, we've had episode. McGregor every week. Not only is he a great ambassador <laughs> for the sport, draws new fans with, with his comedy. Yes, his co-host Greg Wilson is hilarious. This guy might be on drugs. Um, <laughs> That's what I said. Now I don't believe it. I don't along know. with the other guys that help out. He entertains fans for four hours a week. And I wanted to start a thread, show him our appreciation for all his efforts. So thank you, DJ nice. Spazzy Dad. Uh, so then... Someone writes next post. D- thank you, DJ Spazzy Dad. <laughs> okay, the fact that you're a DJ and a dad and a spaz discredits every syllable of what was just said. So then somebody writes next week. You realize his favorite album is by Weird Al Yankovic. I, I love Weird Al. I saw him in concert with the Monkees. He was yeah, great. Yeah, but you were nine. Okay. This guy's <laughs> so then, then the, next, the next one writes, Jiu-Jitsu writes, 
did we just find CB Gold? <laughs> <laughs> and then DJ Spazzy Dad writes, CB Gold's okay, but he whines too much. Uh, I agree. And it says, <laughs> CB, do you agree with that? Sure. Okay. Uh, and then, I do not agree with that. Listen, <laughs> I don't whine nearly as much as the people in my cages. Thank you. And then Sinful One writes, signed, he's awesome and love the podcast. Shan writes, Adam... Honestly, crushed my self-esteem. Who turns down a free blowjob? Uh, so that's my friend Shan. <laughs> Thank you for chiming in. Perfect mitts of humor and fight talks from Dexter 2K. Agree. My favorite along with Joe Warren and Ben Askren. And then it goes on and on. And most of the fantastic. And then uh, this other guy, right? Uh, my friend uh, said he, he, the guy vouches for me, uh, Justin Wood. Really, really funny comic. He crushes when he's on stage. Uh, he runs, talks about how I did shows for the, for the, uh, for the uh, military. And then it goes, he's awesome. And then I'll, don't worry, I'll get to something about you, CB. I know you're, you're sighing because. Well, I mean, it's uh, just, I mean, I'm sighing because we've been here for. Yeah, and twice. this is oh, like. Oh, then leave. Okay, then get the fuck out of here. Okay, if you're going to complain. Those, no, no, no. This you is one of those things. This is like when your I girlfriend mean, starts reading you a text exchange. Yes. You know, when they start going, and so I said, blah, 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 blah. And then they said, blah, and you're like, stop reading me your fucking text. <laughs> I believe you. She's a bitch. <laughs> you know, like, I, we get it. We get it. Great stuff. We're very thank, you, thank you. Thank you, Fred one that posted you know it's great stuff but it gets a little you know all right and then somebody writes uh <laughs> i don't care he goes greg is hilarious the podcast is solid i like when adam gets annoyed by greg i don't but Which okay is every podcast. <laughs> greg is hilarious my job is to annoy you. i know it's not and a complete asshole cb's gold gold and cb's dog bits are too damn funny Adam asking Woof. fighters about post-fight sex is funny. If you don't like, if you don't listen, uh, you're, you're you're like missing out. And then someone writes, uh, "Greg and Hanada are my favorite co-hosts." I was laughing so hard when they gave CB about visiting Bubba before his last fight and sucking his life out of the room. It was really really funny. So yeah, so that goes on and on. Yeah, they love CB. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. So I'm still not taking responsibility for Bubba's loss. <laughs> yeah. it was I was with fault. every other fighter on the it, roster. No, but you were with one that knew, you know, your evil mojo. And you just sucked the life out of him. You just, you know. Yeah, didn't you pick him to win too? I think I did. Well, that, I did like definitively. I think we're actually, both partially responsible. Actually, I though. definitively picked him to win. So yes, I am partially responsible. We for all that pick. As well. We all pick Baba. That's true. Yes, uh, but I have the aura, and he has the shitty gambling. The sh- yeah, the, exactly. The ability to pick somebody and force. So Adam numbers. gives the parlays that he thinks are going to work. Greg gives parlays that you know you're just giving money Just away. Exactly. <laughs> I give you the parlay that you know bet against that. Simple. Real fucking simple. Although I was right about Uriah Hall way too early to stop it. And Connor at dis- by decision. Not yeah, yet. I was right about that. That was what I you called right about that. You just said you're right, but you're not right. Like, like you're not right about it was not an early stoppage oh I thought you were talking about the Connor thing I was like I was a thousand percent right about the Connor thing I put, that's why I put it on Twitter to make about sure it was Connor on record thing? about what it going to a decision and him oh. winning the decision yeah you're right about that yeah, yeah. Okay. alright so what do you have coming up CB uh, just watching the fights this weekend nothing really coming up getting tattooed on Saturday what are you getting tattooed uh, my parents birth years on my neck and then the word family on my throat <laughs> This is the last Nothing podcast. honors your family like a throat tattoo. Like down here, though, under the collar. Not like right here. Oh, I thought you were going to do it no, right there. No, no, I'm not doing anything that you can't... I'm not doing anything you could see without like a collared shirt on. But you only wear t-shirts. Just get one on your neck that just says, That's, bitch. But that doesn't... That has no bearing. It's so, business professional. If I'm wearing a t-shirt... So you're, you're getting your family tattooed on your neck. I'm getting the word family on the bottom of my throat, and I'm getting my parents' birth. Is this for your family? Of course it is. Do they want this tattoos on on They're you? They're 
they don't make these decisions. He's getting. I'm it for honoring them. them. They're not. They're not going. Hey, would you get us a tattoo? On I your know, neck? but do you think maybe they'd rather you not have yeah. family on your neck? Isn't it too late for that discussion? <laughs> And listen, they let's be honest, guys. Every time fam- we jerk off, we've all got family on us somewhere. That's a good point, but he's no, getting they, family. They don't, they don't, he's getting family. They don't care on, anymore. They know I'm tattooed. They know more are coming. It's not... As long as I don't have, like, do you anything th- here, here, here. Do like, you think... By the way, he motioned to his face. Um, <laughs> do you think you're addicted to getting tattoos? Addicted? Because it can be an addiction. It is. I mean... I've been doing it 12 years, though, so it's not like I'm doing everything. I'd venture to say, yeah, but, I mean, it is a, an addictive process. Like, you get so one. So you are, you are addicted to getting tattoos. I, I guess so. That sounds good. Hey, listen, of all things you'd be addicted to, it's better than heroin. I'm drug. Well, I am drug-free as of yesterday. Although, to be honest, you know, you'd have a better shot with Joe. <laughs> as as, as long as you're not a vegan. As of, yeah. yesterday, <laughs> as of yesterday, I'm... Uh, Almost, I'm 29 months drug free, so nice. That's great. What's the last great. drug you've done? Heroin. The last drug I've done? Yeah. yeah. Vegan. And how many more months before you think your body recovers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, uh, Greg. Anything coming up? Uh, let's see. This Friday, I'm doing a fundraiser. If you go to my uh, Twitter, it's in my Twitter uh, uh, fundraiser <laughs> in Pico Rivera. I'm supposed to also be at the Haha and at Sal's Comedy Hall at the same time. Uh, so <laughs> well, probably I'm not going to make the Haha. I'm going to try and make Sal's Comedy Hall late. So. If you yell loud enough, won't everybody hear you at all? Pretty three? much. Yeah. yeah, you hear me across the entire uh, Los Angeles County. Is the fundraiser for CB? Yeah, it's for CB's Gold's Gold. Yeah. Uh, pawn shop and revival. Nice. Uh, so and then and, and and also don't forget uh, I do my fantasy football podcast, which, uh, which is really I, good. I love. I I don't do fantasy football, but I really like watching it because you get very very emotional. I'm very about animated. It. It's awesome, and, and you, I broadcast you, it live. But you, you about iTunes football. Video. You about no, football is like the equivalent of me of MMA. That's and true. It's thoroughly entertaining to I'm, watch. I'm very up the ass of football. And you usually talk a lot of shit to your commentators. I do. So if you com- awesome. yeah, if you commentate in on Periscope or on Facebook, I, if you're not a friend of mine on Facebook, you're not going to see it. But I also broad. I'm going to start broadcasting today. Uh, today's edition on Periscope as well. So look me up on Twitter at the Greg Wilson, and uh, and so I do it on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Also, it's my fantasy football podcast. Today's the week three picks. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it's called Fantasy Football. Podcast. It's called Fantasy Football Harsh Reality. Right. So it's on SoundCloud if you want the audio. And Joe, yeah, just follow me on Twitter at Joe P Comedy. And um, every Tuesday night, Dark Horse Tavern. I know you got the Dime Bar also, yeah. but all right, whatever. Let's get Joe laid. <laughs> yeah, right. can we, we start, a start a hashtag? Fucking Joe needs hashtag Joe needs pussy. He doesn't, he doesn't need any pussy. Joe's you know what? We should create a website that's like GoFundMe, only called like Go Puss Me, uh-huh. where you have friends. Go fuck me. Go fuck me. There you go. Go fuck me. The Jew is good for raising money. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and you just you you put a dollar on a thirteen five parlay. <laughs> I love the way you were drooling over that earlier. You're like, I oh, know, dollar for 150000 sounds pretty good. It sure does, doesn't it? Almost like it isn't even real. I will be at The Ranch in San Miguel. Uh, Friday night, I'll be at the Lyric Hyperion Theater uh, in L.A. Uh, as well. Saturday night, I'll be at Sage Restaurant and Lounge. Uh, next week, I will be uh, doing the Scott Bayo Celebrity Gold Charity event, uh, Celebrity Golf Charity event on Monday. Tuesday, the Dime Bar. Wednesday in San Diego in um, San Diego at the Madhouse Comedy Club. Uh, then I'm at Flappers on Thursday night, and um, I am in Fresno at Frank's Place on Friday night. 
Then on Sunday night, a uh, Saturday night, I'm at the Comedy Store, uh, October 1st, as well as October 2nd in Hollywood, the Comedy Store. Uh, every Tuesday at the Dime Bar, I'll be at the Comedy Catch in Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, October 13th to the uh, 20th uh, of October, and then in um, El Paso, which I will be at uh, Wednesday, October 19th to Sunday, October 24th. So hopefully I will see you guys uh, at those shows. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. Wait a minute. Can you golf? Are you a golfer? No, I'm just, ho- I'm just hosting the Oh, okay. I was going to say, yeah, because I avoid those. I can't golf. I'm terrible at golfing. I'm an embarrassment. I, my team is usually just called play through because we just have to tell everybody else to play through because I'm so fucking, I hate it. I hate golf events because I'm terrible at it. Would yes. it be weird for you to hear that I actually like and 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 am decent at playing at golf? golf? No, of course not. You were raised privileged. <laughs> uh, now, 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 why do you keep doing the, the one gig, the ranch gig? Because it pays good. Uh, but it's, it's so far. It's, local. it's like five hours. I, I, I get to bring my uh, two of my friends. That's true. You get to bring your own your own people, and uh, someone else. You, you get one of them to drive. I'm yes. assuming, and uh, and I get to do an hour. So <sighs> I just it's such a long drive. I don't like it. <laughs> so uh, uh, by the way, Gilbert just texted out, tweeted out, "Damn, am I roasted?" You got me going from zero to 100 by asking those political questions. I couldn't help it. I touched a sensitive button. I, yeah, hey, man, you, you can say whatever the fuck you want on this podcast. Totally. You know, especially, well, not everything. But. <laughs> as long as you say it when people aren't speaking, you can. Um, so thank you guys very much for listening to the podcast. Uh, and we'll see you next week.